Welcome to the Horgasm Podcast, the show where the serial killer isn't coming for you, you're coming for them. I'm Nick, and this is my co-host, Allie. Thank you for joining us, wherever you are. Thanks so much for joining us again. Episode two. Episode two. We made two. it past one. <laughs> so proud of our commitment. Oh, we're committed. We're very committed. We are doing, this is happening. This is going to go on for a while. I have commitment issues, so this is like, this is nice for me. <laughs> To enjoy something and like to be looking forward to something, as I hope all of you are looking forward to it. Something that, you know, my weekends come up, I'm like, yeah, we get to podcast. All right. Yes, yes. Horror movies and talking about them. <sighs> yes. Love it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nick, we should do some talk chop. Talk chop. We have a few exciting things to talk about. Yes. Um, so, this past weekend, here in uh, lovely Saskatoon, where we live, uh, we had the Sask Expo. Sask we, Expo, yeah. We've had uh, a bunch of guests show up, uh, celebrities, tons of local talents and, and, and cosplays. It was great. And um, this year we had um, Amy Acker. Mm-hmm. We had the beautiful Marita Sirtis. Yes. Uh, who else? Um, Michael Rooker. Oh, yes. Was a guest. Yondu. Yes. He was, <laughs> he was also... Or Merle. Merle, yeah. Yeah. From Walking he, Dead. He was also in Repo Man. Which was last week's movie. That's which is right. a weird coincidence. He, when we went through the IMDb and all mm-hmm. that, he is not listed. He's not. During his panel, he brought up, oh, I did this movie, uh, Repo, Repo, the genetic problem. Like, I just did that. A review of that movie. And he went on, he, I forgot my role, blah, blah, blah. And I look up IMDb on Repo, nothing. I go to Michael Rooker's page. Go down, Repo Man, his role, Repo Man. So he must have mm-hmm. been one of the other Repo Man that was yes. in the movie. Just right. to fill in a thing for either Anthony Head or yes. whatever. And just an uncredited sort of pop-in. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like for the movie, it was uncredited. But but he, if it's he, a small movie and he might not have been... I don't know if he was really like... I honestly don't know enough about Michael Roker. I'm sorry. That's but okay. If he, I know him from The Walking Dead, yeah. which I used to watch when it actually came out uh, like weekly. And obviously, as Yondu from Guardians of the Galaxy. So I'm not entirely sure how much he did before then, if he was not a huge star that would oh, have yeah. been credited. He's, he's yeah. had a few he's been big around. roles. Oh, yes. He has. He's had a few roles. He was he's in, fabulous. He is. He was in um, Kevin Smith's Mall Rats. Oh, that's God, what he was I know in. that movie. Yes. He was the mall manager. Oh, I haven't watched that in a minute. We should watch that. That's, yeah. a, that's yeah. a good An unofficial you know, orgasm. <laughs> but no, um, and... He was talking about upcoming movies mm-hmm. and the old sci-fi series, uh, Fantasy Island. Okay. They're remaking it into a horror film. Oh my gosh. So, and he's going to star in it. So that's, that's something to look forward to in a couple years. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it was just, it was a great time. Sally, you weren't there. You, I wasn't. I had were... a family event I had to go to and that I didn't think of booking around Sask Expo, unfortunately. Next year. But yeah, next year for sure. Thinking we might set up a booth. I'm not sure. I feel like it might be fun. We got we could get some to we meet could. some local people. That's right. Get some get our uh, our name out there and Yeah, we have know. stickers, merch, stuff like that to give away. Yep. I think it would be fun. For sure would. <laughs> uh also, uh for Talking Chop, I'd like to discuss something that came across Facebook a week or so ago. Someone in, uh, I think it was uh, Halloween Horror Weekly. It was one of, sure. the, one of these Halloween horror pages I follow. Mm-hmm. 
I, I forget the name. He made a remark saying how he believed that Kill Bill should be designated a horror movie. Mm-hmm. I agree. I, I, I disagreed tremendously. I gave him a bunch of reasons why. Yeah. And sort of everyone else. Like, in his view, his poster said, I believe Kill Bill's a horror movie. It's, it, there's, there's violence. There's killing. It's similar to uh, I Spit on Your Grave, which is definitely two different movies altogether. Yep. Same same idea in yes. some parts. Yes. But different movie. Mm-hmm. And he's like, change my mind. So there's <sighs> me changing his mind. Yeah, all right. Here and, we go. Cracks, knuckles. <laughs> and, and sure enough, you know, later on, after a couple of your comments... The post disappeared. Mm-hmm. So someone must change his mind. I think I, I was a part of it. <laughs> but I'll talk about this now. Yes. So and with our lovely audience, how could you see Kill Bill as a horror? I don't. To me, horror movies or thriller mm-hmm. like there's there's horror movies, there's thrillers, and slasher. But that's all sure. kind of in one big horror umbrella. Yes. Kill Bill is an action thriller. Yes. More action, not so much thriller. Yes. yes, there are deaths. Yes, there's fight scenes. But there's nothing... To me, horror is something that will shock you. That will mm-hmm. make you be afraid. To, mm-hmm. to scare you. That incites like a... Uh, extreme reaction almost, yes. I always think. Yes. Like Like uh, a fear is really the only way that I can think of it. Is like... Mm-hmm. You know, which goes with gores or slashers or stuff like that. Like, you're like, ooh, I don't want my ear cut off. Ooh, I don't want to get thrown into a needle pit. Ooh, I don't want to be chased by a serial killer down a road in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Like, something that elicits fear. And I don't find... Like, I was watching Kill Bill when I was smaller because my parents loved the movies. Like, I was not small, but it was, you know, enough to understand that the gratuitous violence and stuff... Like, wasn't, I don't know, not wrong, but, like, it, it's not scary. Like, when um, she goes after the Crazy 88, I think, when Uma Thurman does that, that's yes. so over the top that, like, you know, so you slash somebody's head off and it's, like, a freaking fountain going everywhere. I think the second one was a little more scary. And in the second one, there's more gore, obviously, more violence, more realistic gore, I think. And that's fine. I think it builds, the first film builds up to the second with the excessive violence, kind of. I'd almost say the first one was more gory. It was really? More, the first Kill Bill was more more action, fights, kill scenes. Yes. The second one was a lot more story plot driven. Whereas she's she went through a couple, now yeah. she's trying to finish her list. Yes. And it shows the backstory of how she learned how to do the, uh, the one-inch punch. Yeah. And the oh, that was um, a good scene. I forgot about that. That's a good that, one. That's a that's a cringing scene, you know, when she's punching the, the wood over, oh. over, over, and, and the skin falling off, yeah. and yeah, and and she's trying to eat with the chopstick, and she can't, and she uses her hands, and yeah. her master slaps her hand, and um, calls her a dog, and and it's very uh, kind of demeaning to her, but she also picks up on it, and she's like, well, I gotta use the chopsticks. I gotta power through the tough. I got tough through. Yes. And yeah, you can't just take a shortcut. You have to do it the right way. Yes. Yeah. And that's kind of where she learns her, I don't know, perseverance. And yeah. Not. But anyways, we're not talking about Kill Bill, you guys. We're talking about horror movies. So yes. I just really quick wanted to read. So I, um, Kill Bill being an action and thriller, the reason, so I googled <laughs> what actually makes a horror movie. Because some things that scare people don't scare other people, right? Yep. So what would classify a horror movie? 
So on that very reliable source of Wikipedia, oh, very. I found that um, a horror film is a film that seeks to elicit fear for entertainment purposes. So horror films often aim to evoke viewers' nightmares, fears, revulsions, and terror of the unknown, which we've talked about, I think in episode zero we talked about. Yes. Plots within the horror genre often involve the intrusion of an evil force event or personage into the everyday world. So I don't think that Kill Bill meets... She, he, it doesn't mean enough, No, at least. No. It gets one with the... What is it? The... the excessive violence and yes. gore that that'd be the only but excessive violence then like like reservoir dogs too basically every quentin tarantino movie well any any action movie die hard would then apparently be a horror movie exactly and die hard's not die hard i would find to be the most of action thriller movies because you know and and that's a movie again that i find if you can watch it at a younger age that it's not a horror movie like, Die Hard well, was, yes like, one no. of our Christmas movies. Like, we love Die Hard. <laughs> you know, yes and no, because you got Monster Squad, which is technically a horror movie. Sure. But it's with kids. Sure. Um, uh, not near, near near Dark? No, not Near Dark. Um, Are you afraid of the dark? No. Or what do you, you, well, know, that, that what do you like, even think of Tales of the Crypt Keeper? That would be horror because it's right? meant to elicit a, right. a horror, or sorry, a, a scary response. Look at you! Place. You're changing my mind. We're not even on Twitter or Facebook, I'm and you're changing my mind. <laughs> but um, oh, the one movie I'm trying to think of, which completely a loser right now, is um, an old horror or a, a vampire movie. Sure. Where it's got, um, I'm completely now blanking on the stupid movie. That's okay. But you know what? I'm just gonna ignore it. I um, also think, um, what's that one with Tom Cruise and Kirsten Dunst, I think? Interview with the Vampire. Interview with the Vampire. That, I watched that when I was a kid. That could I love that movie. That, again, that would be probably under a horror movie. Yeah. Mostly because it has a horror, it, 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 fill, it, it fills in the, yeah. um, the, some of the criteria for a horror movie. I think so. It's got the, the violence, the, the vampires. Yes. Uh, it's got, um, uh, it goes for the, some of the shock, you know, scary value. Um, it doesn't quite elicit nightmares, although no. with Lestat, some of his, um, when he's really old mm -hmm. and, and dying mm -hmm. scenes, those are kind of creepy. Yes. Um, in effect though, to reverse that, there's also, uh, that, um, it, it's, a vampire, a kid, the vampire kid movie. I forget. It's an, again, I forget what it's called. Sure. Um, but it's, it's based on a book. Mm -hmm. Which is a great book series. I remember watching and reading it uh, as a kid, and they had a little mini series too when I was a kid growing mm. up. Uh, Whereas this vampire family, who I think it was set in like Norwegian or somewhere, sure. or Germany, but um, the, the young vampire boy named I think Rudolph meets up with human boy, and they become friends. I've seen this. Yes, I've seen this. And, and it's it's the horror genre. It's, yes, it's got the vampires, but it's not. Yes, it's not geared to elicit yes fright and when we memories. talked about this um just last night we, i brought up the adams family because the new adams family movie's coming out and i thought oh my gosh we should do the an old adams family and this new one that's right and you were like well but is it a horror and i was like is it a horror is it a horror comedy but the adams family is absolutely not meant to elicit fear no at all it's it's creepy and it's, it's kooky is it mysterious <laughs> and spooky I think so. Or altogether kooky. 
yes. Yes. But, all but of it's, those. it's it's not a horror. Yes. It's not. It's not. It it is a, a TV show geared towards kids. It is like you said, you know, creepy. But it's more about almost like you said, the monsters, where it's just yes. an irregular family trying to fit into regular America. Yeah. And with their struggles and their life and their lack of fucks to give yeah. <laughs> about and being different. No, and they see everyone else who are to us normal. Yes. They're the weird ones. Like you their bet. one their one uh, niece and I get I forget the name. Um, they view her as they, they feel sorry for her oh, because she's yes. and Morticia's you know, sister is the same way. Oh yes, yes. yes she is. Yeah. And they, they don't they don't, you know, look down on them at all. Like that's the thing I like about the Adams family and the monsters. They don't judge people. Yes. At all. They yeah. see they see some people as different. Yeah. They're not like us, and we're quite weird. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. Yes. We don't judge you on that. Like, one of the greatest families, I believe, in history is the Adams family. Absolutely. Morticia and Gomez are very loving, and there's no... Uh, no cheating, no yes. nothing like that. And they're, love they towards are, each other and their kids and family. Yes. They do... Um, they, they encourage the children to do stuff, not sit and watch the TV mm-hmm. and, and play games. Yeah, and pursue it's, their interests. Exactly. So, like, you got them doing their, you know, gothic, uh, you know, I'm trying to kill him, she's trying to kill me. <laughs> um, you know, with, you know, when she's walking by with a knife, is that for your brother? She nods. I don't think so. Gives her a huge cleaver. <laughs> and she just stalks off. And uh, they have, it's a, such a tight family yes. dynamic. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, you got Family Guy. Yes. Where is um, there's probably the worst family out there. Yes. I love the show. And yes, me too. But, but they talk about they talk about how horrible like Peter treats Lois and, and Lois nags Peter and they're all against Meg and they think Chris is an idiot and Stewie just wants to kill everybody and he's best friends with the dog who's an alcoholic and yeah, like there's as, so as opposed, many. And you got the Adams family. They have a dismembered hand <laughs> named Thing, Thing? <laughs> who who is one of the the bright spots of that, yes. that whole you know family, um, so yeah, that's it's it's such a horror horror type yes. things can be can be used in a very broad sense, not yes. just for horror. Yeah, they can use it for comedy. They can use it for family. Family, yeah, Adam's family, monsters. Absolutely. It's 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 not hard if you got a good script yes. and you know what the hell you're doing. You can make something scary very normal. Agreed. Yeah. It's and not. that's that's the beauty of movie making. Yes. <laughs> but unfortunately, not unfortunately, we didn't watch The Addams Family today. We actually had a double orgasm uh, and watched. Uh, it's called a multiple oh, orgasm. Multi orgasm. A multiple orgasm. My bad. And we watched the Rob Zombie directed Halloween 1 and Halloween 2. Yeah. We did that. We literally did it one after the other. Which was actually, I think, a good way to do it. By your suggestion, that's how we did it. And I think that was great. Yeah. Because they play, literally, when Halloween 1 ends, Halloween 2 picks up. Yep. Which is awesome. Yep. And we'll do a few other, you know, other movies down the road where they pick up right after. Yes. But there's not too many like that. Mm-hmm. But this is kind of like a little special feature that will be coming on in different you know, podcasts that we're going to do. Yes. And uh, we thought, if we're going to start out, we'll start out with... What's, what's nothing wrong with having a good multiple orgasm to start off? Not at all. <laughs> all right. Well, then, without further ado, let's get going to this multiple orgasm and let's start talking about Halloween 
One and Two by Rob Zombie. All right, Nick. So uh, we actually watched this movie together a couple of years ago. And the first one yeah. we watched together. And um, I was, since you're the one who introduced me to it, I was wondering how you were introduced to the first Halloween and the second one, I guess. <laughs> well, I grew up knowing, you know, the old original Halloween sure. with um, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes. She started it and, and went from there. And she was kind of known as one of the first new age scream queens. Her mother was uh, in, you know, the... Uh, psycho, wasn't yes, she? Yes, she was. That's correct. Her mother was the star of Psycho. Mm-hmm. As possibly one of the original Scream Queens. Yes. But uh, I, I didn't really get into him as a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was always a big Rob Zombie fan. And when I heard that he was doing a remake of Halloween, I was on board. I'm like, sweet. Mm-hmm. This is going to kick so much ass. Yes. Hey, I was right. <laughs> I, I love this movie. I really yes. do. This is one of the best remakes. Yes. In the entire world of remakes in movies. I agree. Um, there is. Uh, I also throw in the thing as possibly one of that the other is great so, remakes with Kurt Russell. Yes. God, that's a good movie. Which, I watched that one not knowing it was a horror movie, and I was like, "Holy <laughs> shit, this is a good movie!" <laughs> and a funny thing mm-hmm. in both the original Halloween and the remake, mm-hmm. they have on Halloween night. The Thing from Another World playing on TV. Yes. Which is a great callback. Mm-hmm. And a great uh, a pickup. Yeah, mm-hmm. and a great pickup by Rob Zombie. Yeah. Um, and then the second one came out. I'm like, oh, cool. And you know what? I only watched half of it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I couldn't quite get into it mm-hmm. until we watched it today. Mm-hmm. Also, if you uh, if you hear our executive producer snoring in the background, <laughs> we apologize. She's obviously not as interested as we are. Just as a side note. <laughs> it's, it's a tough job telling us, you know, how to do our job. It's a very and watch tough movies job. and get podcasting. You guys podcast, <laughs> I'm going to sleep. Yes. Yes. I am actually um, was reading on Bloody Disgusting since Three from Hell just dropped. Oh, yes. I was reading on Bloody Disgusting somebody doing sort of a mini bio on Rob Zombie. And they were talking about Halloween 1 and 2. So I thought I'd read a little bit of it just because I happened to be on the page. And he was saying how Halloween 1 was so good and he loved it so much, but then Halloween 2 was such a letdown. So I was planning, unfortunately, going into this movie expecting this to just be a, like a trash fire. And it was really good. Like I, it was. I, like it wasn't the best movie I've ever seen, the best horror movie. But there was not that much wrong with it. No. Not as much as I was expecting, maybe. I could see the first one is more straight up traditional yes. slasher horror movie. Yes. The second one has Rob Zombie's psychological fingerprints and handwork Absolutely. all over it. Yes. It, it feels more Rob Zombie-ish yes. than remake. Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. That's definitely... He t- he went with remake and it's like, you know what? I'm going to go this direction. This yeah. is now my vision. Absolutely. Uh, there were plans to do a third one, but... Uh, sorry, I take it back. They were... When there were plans to do the second one, mm-hmm. uh, Rob Zombie was, before, he was, eh, you know, I did the first one, I'm good, whatever. Yeah. The, the studio was like, let's do another one. And Rob was like, well, wait a minute. I'll take care over this one as well because of, I have, from what I've, my vision yes. of, of this um, this franchise, where it's going, I want to keep it going in that direction. Yes. And he hopped on and did the second one. Yes. And then there was plans to do a third one, which were cancelled mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. whatever. 
And I was also reading in the same article that he actually, doing Halloween 1 took so much out of him and he said it was not a good experience for him. Which is interesting, right from his mouth. It was a vocal interview. And then he said that after that he thought how bad could the second one be and it was worse on him. So I'm not sure what he meant by that, but he, he said it was not a good experience for him. But I don't think you can tell. No. Like, it looks like... Because I thought the second one, like you said, was much more his style. Yes. Oh, yeah. yes. It, it, it definitely... It, it felt like a Rob Zombie film. Absolutely. Uh, the first one, not so much. Yes. Uh, you can tell by the casting that it was a Rob Zombie film. Because he had... If one, we'll do a quick, you know, do the, do the characters. Yes, we can go two. through the characters. Um, let me just do a quick bring up on that. Okay, so we have uh, the young Michael Myers. Yes. Who's played by, and I'm going to butcher his name, I'm sorry, Dag Farrakh. I, I, I don't know. That's good. That's a good try. Name. People can't pronounce uh, my name. You either. had the. <laughs> Tyler Maine as the yes. grown-up Michael Myers, who is from Saskatoon, mind you. I yes. met Tyler Maine when he came to Saskatoon a couple years so ago cool. at the expo. Nice guy. Oh, he was great greatest. in this movie, too. He was, he was fantastic. And, like, you may think that it doesn't take a lot to play the lumbering serial killer, but just the sense that you get from him. Even though he's wearing a mask, his, so you're, you're, the rest of your acting, because your face conveys so many emotions... The rest of your acting has to be so on point. Yeah. And I think he did a great job. His his presence yes. is very over the top. Yes. Oh, no, you know, that's, yes. that's even a word. I don't want to make it sound like a bad way. Not over the top. But it's just so good. Yes. Like he, like it's so empowering. Because mm -hmm. you can, like he's his, when he walks, it's not like a little stroll. Like he right. is power walking. He mm -hmm. is moving with a purpose. Mm -hmm. Every movement he does is with a purpose. Mm -hmm. And, and Tallermaine is such a, good physical actor he was yes. also Sabretooth in the x-men movie well x-men movie. he was yes he was he was Sabretooth. oh and he did such a great job in that like he he takes the big the big guy role and he makes it his own and he just kills it mm -hmm. good um, for him that, uh, yeah that was i didn't know that that was him no that's great no yeah well tri trivia for you <laughs> um dr uh, loomis was played by michael mcdowell who is a amazing amazing actor. yeah I love him. He's great. I love him. Uh, Sheriff Brackett is played by Brad Dourif. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm sure everyone who knows Brad Dourif, mm -hmm. he is the voice of Chucky. Yes. He is... Some of his roles are just so good. And, like, he plays creepy very well. So, yeah. That's how I... When I see him, I was like, ooh, creepy yeah. sheriff. And then he turns out to be a great father figure and oh, everything yeah. in the he, movie. He, he was one of the more rare... He's the more um, protagonist roles. Yes. Yes. Uh, we also got the classic Sherry Moon role of as uh, Michael Myers' mother. You can't have a Rob Zombie movie without Sherry Moon Zombie being That's in true. it. That's true. She is in, true. I think, yeah, she's never one. Every mm -hmm. one of his movies, he throws she's, his wife in. Yeah. You know what? Why not? She's only ever, of all the movies she's ever done, only one of them have not been directed by Rob Zombie. Really? Just as a side note, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, I read that. that on her Wikipedia. Neat. <laughs> And we have uh, the title role of Laurie Strode, played by Scout Daniel. And she didn't really do anything big after this. Um, I went through her her, her page. And sure. She doesn't. She's been actually her horror list. Mm -hmm. She did a bunch of other horror movies, but nothing really huge to 
make her a big name, like as opposed to Michael McDowell or, or right. Tyler Maine or anyone like that, which is too bad. But she was, I think she's great in the both movies. Yeah, I, I loved her. She was, she was a great uh, Laurie Strode. She was a yeah, she was a great final girl, last girl, whatever you want to call him. Yeah, I think she was great. The um, uh, I think the first one, her um, like she was more obviously a child, a teenager in a family home, not knowing. Her true identity. (laughs) And then in the second one, she kind of, um, she she goes crazy. Not goes crazy, but she's PTSD. Major. She's broken. She doesn't really know how to deal with it. And um, yeah, she's a completely different character. And I think she plays both sides of the coin really well. Yep, I agree. Really well. Yeah. Let's let's start with the review. Let's Let's get right into Halloween 1. All right, so... It starts off, if I recall, with, uh, oh, you got young Michael. Yes, we're in Haddonfield, Texas, and we start off right in Michael's family home with him and his mom and his stepdad, we're assuming, I, I think. I almost call his mom's boyfriend yeah. or some, some really lowlife who's Horrible stepdad. abusive. Yes. And it's, it's bad. Like, it's, it's a very broken home yes. situation. And he has a teen, an older teenage sister. I honestly didn't catch her name. I, I don't think she's alive long enough to know her name. Yeah, and then there's also a baby. Yep. And that's their happy, in quotations, family. And it starts off with the dad being creepy, the stepdad being creepy, and him and um, um, Sherry Moon arguing. And it's uh, they're, they're wanting their kids to come down for breakfast. And this is where they show Michael... Killing a rat. Yep. You see him grab a rat. And mm-hmm. He's like, oh, yo, uh, you know, I love you, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, they go get his sister to go get Michael out to come and have for breakfast. And yeah. You see him washing blood off his hands in the bathroom sink and you see uh, a scalpel. Mm-hmm. And you're like, hmm, I wonder what happened. That's definitely not a sign. No. <laughs> and, and then it kind of continues on with him going to school. Yes. And being horribly bullied. Very because badly. Mom's a stripper. Yeah. Never a good way to start your kids off in life no. when, you know, you have half-naked ads in this town newspaper or phone book, wherever yeah. that was. And so the principal actually goes to break up the fight, and Michael, for some reason, is even more upset about that. He just tells the guy to fuck off. He just snaps. Yeah, he kind of loses a little bit. Yeah. And so he gets pulled into the principal's office, and this um, child psychologist shows up, who is the... the psychologist dude in both movies and he shows um michael's mom pictures of animals that michael's killed yeah dr lewis dr lewis loomis 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 like i watched two movies do you think i could get his flipping name down certainly not jeez louise (laughs) let me write that down um so so michael knows he's in trouble obviously so he uh runs his locker grabs his mask and gets the heck out of dodge that's, you know, that's another thing. He's always got a mask on. He's always got a mask. Or with him. Yes. Which we'll, we'll touch on later on in yes. our review. Yes, you bet. So, yeah, so... So Michael leaves school. He runs off. He runs off. He um, happens across the bully who he was... He stalks the bully. He see, He's outside school watching him leave, and he follows him. Yes, he and, sees him. Yes, you're right. Yeah, and the bully, of course, I'm going to take a shortcut through the woods after spitting in uh, some little kid's toque and that throwing so it. That's so sad. Bullies are jerks. Don't be bullies, you guys. They're jerks. I agree. Don't be be bullies. Yeah, there's no point. No, not good. (laughs) Just 
You might come across a serial killer one day. I'm just saying. Be smart. And like this bully, <laughs> get beaten to death with a big stick. With a big old stick. It's big old the stick first, beaten. other than the rat, it's the first, I guess, human death yep. of, of Halloween. Correct. Yes. So um, back at home, Michael, nobody finds this bully yet. Back at, do they ever bring it up so. again? I don't, I don't think, think they so. even bring it up again. Nope. Maybe the town's just like, oh, my kid sucks. Got what's coming to him. <laughs> or he ran away. Or, or he ran away, yeah. So his um, dad starts to belittle him again, and his mom asks his sister, you know, could you take Michael trick-or-treating? And because Michael's really big into Halloween, obviously, with the masks and everything. Oh, yeah. So um, the, the sister's like, yeah, of course I will. And then the mom leaves for work, and the sister brings her boyfriend over and says, screw you, go trick-or-treating by yourself. So he does. He does. He does for a bit. <laughs> he does, yeah. Comes, and it's kind of back. a montage of... Cherry Moon working the pole and the, the sister, sister getting pe- lucky and um, Michael yeah. sitting on the step. Yeah, the, st- the, 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 the boyfriend, he's passed out. He's also got like a broken leg or something. So he's on the, in the chair. Yeah, like he's Michael's out. stepdad. Yeah. And of course, what's playing on TV? The thing from another world. There you go. Classic. Yeah. So Michael just kind of has a little snap moment mm-hmm. and uh, goes, puts his little clown mask on. Gets the old duct tape and duct tapes old uh, mom's boyfriend to the chair. And he is so drunk he doesn't even realize. Nope. And I was telling Nick while we are watching, I was like, I want to be so drunk and asleep that I can be duct taped to something and don't feel it. Wow. That's, <laughs> oh, that's I haven't a had a good sleep like that in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the next morning you would feel very good. But luckily he doesn't have to because um, Michael has a knife and he slices his throat. Yep. So that's the end of dear old stepdad. He's done. And then he um, he goes upstairs. His sister's boyfriend, I forget what he's doing. He went to go make a sandwich. Oh, to make a sandwich. Yep. And, uh, Great idea. Yep, Michael just kind of pops up behind him as he's you know trying to get the meat out and throw on the bread. And clunk. Back of the yes. head with a little baseball bat. With an aluminum baseball bat. Knocks it out and just beats the fuck out of him and walks away. Yes. Goes upstairs, and he uh, finds his uh, his sister on mm-hmm. the bed, just kind of naked. No, not naked. She had a little. She had on. a little. Yeah, her boyfriend's T-shirt. I think is yeah. what she had on. Yeah. And uh, he kind of goes up and kind of just traces his hands on her leg, kind of creepy. And she's like, "Oh!" And she sees Michael, and she slaps away. Oh, you pervert! And this is actually when he gets his iconic mask. Oh, that's right. Because he puts the new mask on during the sex scene between the sister and the boyfriend he he pulls out the uh the classic yeah um, yes. captain kirk mask because you know that the new mask is coming at some point but yeah. you're not sure how it's gonna do that's right and he's like oh he puts it on she's like you take it off I'm like no no i want to wear it while we do it she's like <laughs> yeah, and she's sure like, enough michael myers yes. finds a mask puts it on actually yes. her back's turned and she looks back and sees him and she's like oh it's not my boyfriend it's michael what are mm-hmm. you doing and in turn, Michael stabs her. Yes. And she's, she's slapping him and he stabs her and yeah. it's just kind of like, oof. And then she stumbles out and kind of starts crawling and he proceeds to slice the holy hell out of her oh back. Oh my gosh. And she yeah, dies. he stabs the crap out of her. And, and then the it goes right to Michael looking for his baby sister. Yes. And just kind of assumed, she's next. Oh no, yeah. don't kill the baby. Yes. But no, the only two people that we believe that he really cared about was his mom mm-hmm. and his baby sister who he yes. called boo yeah 
and we find out that her real name is Angel, mm-hmm. but that's in the sequel. Mm-hmm. But he goes or takes the mask off, which is a big kind of a, it, it tells that he's yes opening up. It's like a multiple personality Very. thing almost. Yeah. Uh, and the way he uh, later on explains about the masks is that he wears the masks to hide. Mm-hmm. It, it's very to hide his ugly, and, and just to hide himself yes. because he's being belittled, bullied. Yes, puts on. It, it's very again psychological and it's real. Right, like people put masks on every to, day. To... Every day, <laughs> you know, and and that can be also like um, the same thing as you know when you wear full face of makeup. When I go yeah. out, like right now, I'm not wearing any makeup. I don't have my hair done because we're just sitting here watching movies. Yep. But if I go to work. I put on a full face of makeup and do my hair. If I go out, I put on even more makeup and do my hair even more. So it's like we're all sort of, you know, in this weird, messed up way, kind of wearing a mask yeah. to hide ourselves almost. Yeah. No, no, I agree. Right? And to protect. Yes. And to Michael, it, it was to protect himself from bullying, for, yes. from pain. And by him taking the mask off for his baby sister showed mm-hmm. that he's not afraid of her. That yeah. he has compassion and love for her. And as well as his mother, but that changes later on in the film. Yes. So sure enough, mom's done work. She comes home and she finds the mask. Oh, no, sorry, sorry, she doesn't find the massacre. She finds Michael, Michael. sitting mm-hmm. on the front porch with his baby sister. Yes. Mask off. Yep. And then she goes in and then shit hits the fan. Yes. And then the next scene, the cops are called, the news reporters are there, and this is how we kind of get the exposition of what they found. Yeah. And obviously, the mom is horrifyingly upset, but I think she's mostly upset about her daughter being killed. They don't show much more other than, like, her screaming and stuff, but then when she sees her daughter, she completely breaks down. Totally. And they have Michael in the back of a cop car. Yep, just staring out blankly, no expression, no, no emotion, just what happened? Yeah, yes. And, and that's how it kind of progresses. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go to the whole uh, Michael and the Psych War. Yep, to and... Smith Grove, and this is 11 months later. Yes, yes. Yes, so it's been almost a full year since the Halloween massacre. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so they're trying to figure out. You got Dr. Loomis, who uh, basically takes Michael as his own personal um, uh, project. Yes. Trying to figure out and help him. And... We get a bit of a montage of Michael's kind of descent into yes. into madness and depression because he starts off with you know the first recording uh, interview with Michael and he's asking the Loomis is asking him well, what what happened that night he's like what do you mean well why why did you kill them I didn't do that mm-hmm. well why did it blow on you I don't know yes and he asks you is everyone okay at home. And, yes. and then as it, as it progresses, he makes more masks. Yes. Um, one of his visits with his mom, she, uh, uh, oh, sorry, not mom, one of his other visit, or, uh, other interviews with um, Loomis, mm-hmm. he's asking him, that's a nice new mask, you know, why is it black? That's my favorite color. Yes. And of course, Loomis does all, well, black is the yeah. color to shade, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, he says black is the absence of color. Yeah. Which is which, almost like it's void yeah, of that. And, and again, that describes Michael to a T. Yes, it's a void of he's void of he, something. He is. Like emotions almost. Yeah. And yeah, and also just a quick side note because he's one of my favorites. Danny Trejo is one of his guards and he's yes. actually one that's nice to him and sympathetic and gets mad when the other guards this is when he's older, but mad when the other guard touches any of his stuff because he's like, you know, don't touch his stuff. Yep. He is really nice to him. Yes. Which is, you know, 
touching to see that, you know, not all the guards treat him like a piece of garbage. Yeah, Danny Trejo did a great job. And he called him Mikey. And he was always trying to be nice to him. Yeah. So that's good. But yeah, they, um, so after all of the, this little montage of sort of seeing him, all of his different masks, he starts to not want to take off the mask anymore. He's, you know, no longer wants to show that emotionally vulnerable side of him. Yep. No more caring. Even with his mom, he won't take the mask no, off. He, he wants out. He's he's begging to get out. I want to go home. I yes. want to leave. And I'm like, well, you can't. You've yep. done horrible things. You're stuck here. Yeah. And and Michael's like, well, no, I want out. And yes. you can see him. He, the last, I think, the last bit of his emotional you know, humanity breakaway when he's crying, yes. and Doctor Loomis comforts him and hugs him and hugs him. Yes. And after that, though, he's he just withdraws into himself completely. Yes. And one of the um, the visits, or it shows Dr. Loomis, Sherry Moon's character, Mrs. Yes. Uh, Myers. Myers, and Michael sitting there having a meal. Yeah. And Michael's just not touching his food, Will hands not crossed, eat. just dark hair, dark hair, his long hair covering his face with his mask on. Yes. And um, uh, Mrs. Myers goes to leave, and Dr. Loomis walks her out, tells one of the nurses. And she gives Michael a picture of him with a baby. That's right. She mm-hmm. does. She, you know, here, Michael. This is you and and Boo or yeah. Angel, as we find out. And so they leave. Nurse, uh, nurse guard comes in to just kind of watch over Michael, and she's looks at the picture. Has a cute baby, kind of a little snarky. Yeah. Turns her back. Turns away for whatever reason. I still and couldn't figure out what. paper, thinking, oh, he's just a kid. He won't do anything. Yeah. And Michael snaps again. Grabs a fork and. Digs into her throat and neck. Yeah. Yeah. And, and oh, poor nurse. No. And then everyone finds out. They run back. And um, Loomis and uh, Mike's mom run into you. She's trying to go, Mike, what are you doing? Pulls the mask off. And his expression, this kid did a fantastic yeah. this job. Kid, this child actor, like, kudos. Yeah. He, he was amazing. He just, his look of wild in his face. Yes. Of just pure, I don't say rage, but... Um, just it was malice. like animalistic. Yes. Like he was so like mad. And he lunges at his mom. Yeah. And she is so scared. Yeah. Like she's horrified. And I think that's when she kind of knew that she had lost him. Yeah. She had nothing left. And and it turned him. and after that it became too much for her. Yeah. And she goes she... home and starts watching old happy videos and she offs herself. Yeah. She shoots herself. And that's the end of... Uh, that's the first act. That's the so, first act to the end of poor Mike's childhood in... Um, in the psych ward. Yeah, in the psych ward. So then we fast forward to 15 years later. So he's a, I don't know, late 20s strapping young lad. Yep. <laughs> and um, he's obviously like, like this guy's tall. How tall is Tyler Mange, you know? Six, seven, I think. Like, he is tall. He's a tall guy. Like He used to use a briefly professional wrestler as well and... He branched off in acting, and it paid off for him. Yes. And uh, we also uh, get to introduce to uh, Laurie Strode, mm-hmm. the uh, the female lead yes. of this uh, beautiful movie. And it shows her and her family, her adopted family, mm-hmm. uh, which you find out later. And um, just her going about her normal life. Yeah. And uh, it also then cuts away to a grown-up Michael Myers in his, in his cell. Mm-hmm. Making a mask with paper mache, and he's yep. just got wall to wall to wall of masks everywhere. 
Yeah, like it's it's off-putting. Yeah. And, and this is when Danny Trejo and the guard comes in and the guard starts kind of mucking around with the masks and Danny Trejo's like, don't touch those masks. Yeah, hey, 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 don't talk to those. Those yeah. are my keys. Yeah. And, uh, and we learn also that um, Dr. Loomis, it's his last, he's done. Yeah. He's tried to work with Michael for 15 years. Mm-hmm. Nothing's working. And now he's giving lectures on him though. About yes. him specifically in Psychopaths. Yeah. And um, that's kind of gratuitous like he's you know maybe he almost wants to take a different direction which i mean we see in the second one but he's kind of done he, he knows i don't i think he knows he can't do much more yeah and he's just kind of like well i'm gonna cut my losses and make money a different way yeah and then we see um michael myers is going to be moved to a new facility yeah and there's a bunch of guards and one of them is bill mosley which was um uh what was his name luigi from Repo that we did last week. Correct. So a quick little yeah. crossover there. I was, yeah, when you said he's in this, I was like, oh my God, he's awesome. Love so, him. of course, Michael gets loose. They're walking down the hallway, like, right afterwards. And Michael gets loose and kills all the guards. And it's yeah. it's pretty, like, this movie was not as graphic as the second one, but there's a bit of slicing and dicing and smashing heads into walls and... Um, throat removal like he oh my gosh, the, that the was one, intense the, the female guard because they're they got yes. the, the four of them in the uh the room mm-hmm. basically between like the, the, the holding cell yes area. and she's on the other side yeah and of course uh the, the head guard guy he starts you know, opening door and michael just breaks free starts oh. killing massacring. and he just like rips his chains right oh, out yeah. like there's nothing and and um yeah, kills them. If she finally gets the door open with a shotgun, takes a shot, kills one of her you know, fellow guards. Oops. Yep. <laughs> he runs up, grabs her, slams against the wall, and then rip. Throat Rips her throat out. right out. And then um, it cuts to Danny Trejo coming in for work. And he can't seem to buzz the front and keeps saying the woman's name, I forget, in the Gloria or something. Yeah. And it shoots to around the corner and she's cowering, covered in blood, and Michael's standing right above her. So Danny Trejo finally gets in and um, Michael's there. He kind of sees the gore and goes to turn around and Michael's behind him. And he's like, okay, Mikey, oh, well, you know, you just need to go back to your cell. It's okay. I'll, you know, I'm just going to put these on you. Grabs handcuffs from one of the dead guards. Goes, I'm just going to put these on you. And so Michael puts his hands together and puts them towards Danny Trejo. And you're thinking, oh. In a trusting fashion. Yes. And you're like, oh, thank God he's actually going to get chained up again. And then instead he grabs, um, where does he grab? He just grabs him and toss him into his little, like, uh, cleaning room. Yes. Like a janitor's closet almost. And he throws him into uh, the fence first. And then he takes his head and dunks him into this. Uh, sink of water. Yes. Multiple times. Any time he pulls him up and... Uh, it's just bloody water. It gets worse and yeah, worse. Trejo's, he's at Yo's like, Mikey, please don't. And down and again. Does it three, four times. Yes. He drops him thinking, okay, he's alive still. He keeps sputtering. Yeah. He's a let him live. Mm-hmm. He's just kind of, you'll leave him. Then he looks around, sees his big TV on the wall, picks it up, and, and smash. Drops it. Yeah. yeah. And I was hoping that he... Because... Trey's character was so nice to Mike. I know, but this is, but I liked this because you show that he's truly gone. He's truly lost. He, there's no talking sense into him anymore. Yeah. You can be as nice as you can. You can do everything right. He will kill you. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. He just worries about his baby sister. Yep. 
So yeah, so he does that, breaks out, and uh, Dr. Loomis gets a call mm-hmm. saying, hey, uh, he's out. What do you mean he's out? Michael, he's out. There's a massacre. He's out. Yes. And he's like, oh, crap. Um, I wonder where he's going. <laughs> so he, uh, Loomis kind of deduces he's off back home. He's going yes. to Haydenfield. Mm-hmm. And uh, away he goes. And we go cut to Laurie Strode, you know, doing her plans you know, for Halloween with her her high school thing yeah I literally wrote down Lori in high school doing boring story development (laughs) the reason I say that is just because she's got these two friends um Annie and Linda and they just want to talk about boys and partying and I'm just like oh hell the high school stuff yeah exposition blah (laughs) which was okay yeah but uh you know when you kind of just watched a psych ward massacre you're like do we have to talk about boyfriends (laughs) Apparently so. <laughs> but I think it's to take it down a notch. Yeah. Because then we go to the truck stop. Yep. Good old Joe Grizzly. Joe Grizzly. <laughs> Joe Grizzly. Another one of uh, Rob Zombie's common you know, yes. cameo appearances in his movies. You bet. Yeah. Great actor, by the way. He was yes. fabulous. And he is um, in the bathroom and he's uh, just had a deluxe taco meal. <laughs> so he's uh, occupying the washroom at the truck stop while his truck gets washed. And knuckle, knuckle, Michael knocks, <laughs> Michael knocks on the door and this, um, Joe Grizzly's like, no, you know, I, this is occupied. Go ahead. Who is played by Ken Forey. There we go. Who is a great actor. I love this guy. And, yeah. So Michael knocks on the door a few times and this guy's like, you know what? I, I'm going to stop this just so I can kind of screw with you. Pulls his pants up and pulls out a knife. Then he opens the door and Michael's standing there and he's like not intimidated at all, which like good for you. Joe Grizzly, like, just take this six foot seven guy down. Well, he's he's this, you know, he's a he's not a small guy. Uh, no, he's not. Joe Grizzly, he's a bigger guy, and he yeah, he's he has a knife out. He's ready to this, he's, he's ready, ready, yeah. ready to tussle. You're he's inter- ready to fight. You're interrupting his taco deluxe shit, and, and you <laughs> nope. Uh, Michael rushes in, grabs him, and starts smashing his oh. him and his arm yes against the top of the the bathroom stall. Yes, Whoa. so he'll drop the knife. Yeah, and he just busts it right through. Oof. Yeah. And then gets a knife and just stabs the fuck out of him. Yep. It's it's not a nice day. No, it's <laughs> for, not. For Joe's. Nope. He takes him out, kills him. Uh, and switches takes... switches out of his uh his Mental. psych war yeah. garb and yeah. throws on the boots and the classic um like like onesie. Yeah, almost. onesie yeah. yeah, like his, his like the trucker onesie yeah. like um shop trouser things. Yeah. You guys know what we're talking about. I'm, I'm full of blank. Exactly. <laughs> Good job. Takes that and uh, he heads back home. Literally, yes. he heads to his old abandoned house. Yes. And we do a quick sideline here. It's just like a five minute clip of the graveyard. Um, right. Doctor, Dr. Loomis. There, I wrote it down. <laughs> Dr. Loomis stops at the graveyard and the graveyard is attended by another one of Rob Zombie's favorites, Sid Hay. Yep. He's the gravekeeper. And, um, he's all upset because one of the graves was, um, desecrated and the tombstone was pulled out and there was an effigy left instead of like a cross with a dead fox on top of it. Fox or a cat. Something. And like, uh, the crucifixion pose. Yes. And, uh, he, like the... Sid Haig's uh, character, who is also named Chester Chesterfield. Which is so good. Greatest name ever. I don't know. They don't even ever say the name, I don't think. No. And I don't... It's just Rob Zombie's who cares? like, Okay, here's your name. Are you ready for it? <laughs> Make Chester a backstory. 
That's great. But no, he uh, he's mad because this has happened, and uh, old uh, Doctor Loomis kind of figures out. Yeah, I I think I know who did this, mm-hmm. and I know why. Yeah. Didn't didn't think where, but he had an idea. Yes. And uh, and yeah. So. And then we uh, we skip over to uh, you know um, Lori's friend Linda was talking about all she wants to do is hook up with her boyfriend. So her, uh, Linda and her boyfriend go to the Myers house because it's, you know, secluded and nobody lives there. It's, it's a derelict house. And... But, but before we do that, there is also, we see Michael there first because he goes in, busts down into one of the, right. uh, the floor right. and pulls out the iconic mask. Yes. Which has nice, give it a 15 years of, of wear and tear on it, which you looks bet. great. Makes it look rugged, not, yes. not so clean like the original. Yes. And uh, then with that, he starts stalking Lori. He he follows her he was, when she's in school. She looks out. There's him oh, standing you're right. watching. You're right. Which yeah. is, again, similar to the original. Yes. Where she's just walking down the street. And there's... He's just there behind a hedge. Yeah, just watching. Yeah. And we get a bit of that. A little bit of uh, nostalgia from the original film. Yes, and you're right. And it's almost um, comical in the beginning. And they make fun of it. They're like, oh, you know, Laurie, it's your boyfriend. Yeah, you know, I bet they you like him. him. Yeah. And it's, they're like, oh, you know, he's just a pervert. He's just a pervert. Ignore him. And he does eventually walk away. Yes, yes. So it turns this comical thing into this creepy thing. Of, yep. you know, like, oh, just, you know, some rando in a mask watching us on Halloween. Now it's... This scary dude stalking us. Yep. And yeah. then, boom, we're in Halloween night. We're on Halloween night. And uh, the, I guess the plan is, because Lori and her friend... Annie. Annie, thank you. I say Amy, that's one movie. That's close. That's um, <laughs> close. Uh, they're babysitting. Yeah. So, their plans where Annie would drop off the girl that she's babysitting mm-hmm. with Lori and the boy that she's babysitting. Tommy. Tommy, thank you. Yeah, I liked him. Tommy yeah. was a cool He's character. He's got a good bit of makeup. I liked his, uh, yes. his makeup. That was cool. Yeah. Where when And to do that, Annie would go and hook up with her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And during this whole time, their other friend, Haley, went... Linda. Linda. Oh, I'm getting my knees all mixed up. <laughs> There's two movies. Two movies. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Linda uh, goes to the old Michael Myers house yes. with her boyfriend to screw. Right. And so they're they're getting some hanky panky on, and Michael's in the background just watching them, which seems to be a theme he likes to do. He likes yeah. to watch people get it on. Seems to be a serial killer thing in general. Kind of a cuck. Kind of a cuck. A little bit of that. A little bit of voyeur going on there. <laughs> and so they finish doing the dirty, and Linda says, "Oh, go get me a beer." And he's like, "Her boyfriend." I don't even know if they're boyfriend or girlfriend. I don't, know. I don't, like I don't think it matters. Dudes, <laughs> dudes. They're 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 walking. They're walking. They're walking dead meat anyways. Yes. And so he goes and gets her a beer from the van, and he's wearing, like, a sheet with glasses over his face. He thinks he's hilarious. He's probably going to scare her or something. And as he's walking back to the room, Michael grabs him, pushes him against the wall, and we get a really good kill where he stabs him so hard into the wall that he sticks there. Yeah. It's, it's iconic. It's great. It's just a very iconic and beautiful scene yes it, it, it looks so brutal because the amount of force to hold up probably this guy's what 180 170 pounds yeah and with a knife yes which i don't think is probably possible mm-hmm. but styles of heart of it it sticks him to the wall yes. and his feet are probably a good foot off the ground yeah and it's he intense kind of stabs him because he's holding him by the neck yes to let's go with the neck let's go with the knife kind of looks at him like yeah that was pretty <laughs> cool i did that 
and <laughs> it goes after he puts the sheet on mm-hmm. and the and glasses, glasses, which is it, it kind of throw it shows a bit of ingenuity to him. Yes. He's not just a you know like a Jason walking kill character. Mm-hmm. He puts some thought uh, some thought into it, like he's methodical. Yes, and he's he's smart. Like he doesn't jump out. You know, well he does, but he's also <laughs> he he has the whole. He still has like the mentality of a child. Like I'm gonna trick them. Yeah. Before exactly. I, I gotta lure them in. Mm-hmm. And he does that. He has the, the sheet on, and she sees him. Where's my beer? Blah blah blah. And he's holding the he holds it out. She's like, "Well, bring it here." He just stands there. And she gets mad, gets up, grabs grabs a beer, turns around, it's like, "What's wrong with this beer? It's all weird." And he grabs her. Mm-hmm. And he also oh, he pulls the sheet off. I believe yes. first. Then he grabs her, and basically just chokes her out, crushes yes. her neck. Mm-hmm. And and that's it. And then that's, that's it, it for them. And then we do a quick cutaway to Lori's house. Um, Lori's mom and dad are handing out candy. They decide to go in. And they're like, oh, you know, all done for the evening. And Michael's in their home. And this well, is just a really quick scene. It's a quick uh, quick kill. After, quick kill. Um, yeah, they're outside, you know, talking. And she goes, uh, Lori's mom goes in to go start the fire. Mm-hmm. And uh, the dad's out there having a smoke. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and and uh, yeah, we, the, the dad's finishing a smoke outside. Yeah. And just out of nowhere, Michael just appears. Out of nowhere, quick slice, I'm guessing yeah. throat. Yep. Yeah. I have push, kills and, dad with throat slash. Yep. Yeah, and <laughs> pushes him inside and just he falls. Yes. And the uh, the mother mm-hmm. is like, what the hell? And there's my father standing there, mm-hmm. goes and grabs her, pushes her down. Grabs a picture of uh, Lori, mm-hmm. smash you'll you'll smash the time and just pointing and yes. you'll kind of like without saying a word. He didn't say a word in this movie after this. No. Or after he's uh, when he's a child, but his his physical like movement is you know yes. who is a child and he keeps where, shaking where the picture she, in front of her face. She? Yeah. And she's like, no, not my baby. You can't. You're not gonna get yes. my baby. And yeah, she he kind of lets her go and she does her little crawl away and he. She goes, grabs the phone, tries to start calling. Nope. Old Michael grabs her leg and drags her in. You hear just... Stabbing. Stab, 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 stab. Yes. Stabby. With the mom, we don't actually see much. Like, we, I just no. have hurt question mark because we don't actually see what he initially does to her. We just have blood on her face. Yeah. And then we, we hear the stabbing, but again, we don't see it. And this is like you already talked about. Lori's babysitting Tommy. And then she Annie calls her and they decide that... Um, um, Annie's bringing her little girl, whoever she's babysitting, over to Lori's house, yeah. so, or Tommy's house, so that Annie can hook up with her boyfriend. And she does. And she does. Yes. And so that's well, exactly they what start, happens. They start to. Yes. And uh, so now Lori's looking after the two kids, and now Annie's getting lucky. Yeah. yeah. And, and and also, uh, mm-hmm. what's it's kind of brought up uh, while she's watching both of them because Tommy's all worried about the boogeyman. Boogeyman. Because they go by, earlier in the movie, they go by uh, the Michael Myers house. Yes. And it's just dilapidated. It's No one's lived in it for years. Yeah. And there's the old, oh, that's a haunted house. That's where the yes. Boogeyman lives. And, of course, um, Laurie, she goes up there and she's, oh, but she's pretty male for some reason. And uh, she's going to pretend, oh, something's got me. Oh, and Tommy's freaking out. And uh, he kind of pushes throughout, throughout the movie. Yeah. Who's the boogeyman? No, you, yeah. you, you, I talk to you, keep denying it. Why are you denying it? So he, in his head, he's kind of freaking out about the boogeyman. 
the other girl they're watching, she gets in on it. Yes. And Laura's like, oh, there's no boogeyman, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And, That's exactly. And, yeah, and then it cuts over to her friend mm-hmm. and uh, boyfriend. Yeah, this is, I think, Annie's actual boyfriend. Yes. Not just Flynn. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so we just cut to Annie getting it on on the couch with her boyfriend. And Michael walks in and it's just, again, just watching, just hanging out. <laughs> And this is, um, as they're kind of getting it on, he, I think, picks him up and stabs him. Pretty sure he pulls him off of her and stabs him. Yeah. And then we do a, Annie gets chased in this house. And, um. Yeah, she, she, she's topless, runs outside. (laughs) Yeah. And he grabs her back in. It's crazy. Yes. And then she kind of gets chased around the kitchen, stuff gets knocked off. And we get, um, she falls down and we see him grab her leg and pull her through the kitchen. It's creepy. Yeah. And she's, and it's like you said, while we were watching a throwback kind of to how his sister was killed while he, how he killed his sister with, it's the exact same thing, the pulling through the house and it's the screaming. Oh, it's super creepy. And then as we're driving, um, the, the cop tried to get a hold of Lori's parents, couldn't, and he's starting to freak out a little bit. Cause, cause, uh, yeah, Loomis kind of... Yes, Loomis is d- like... Deduces Oof. that, you know, maybe he's trying to, uh, no, I'm trying, I forget now, if, if, if the, uh, no, the, the, the sheriff tells him after, yes. after this. This is, this is where we get where the sheriff tells Loomis, they're together now, I don't remember why, but they, they figured it out. I think after the graveyard, he went to the cops. Yes, That's to, to let them know that my is out. Yes, and That's exactly it. And then they team up. Yes. <laughs> and so this is when um, the sheriff tells him, Dr. Loomis, that Michael had a sister. And this is where he says that he was the responding officer to the... Um, to the, the Yes, you're right, the, to the, the suicide. suicide. You're right, you're right. And he saw this, the little baby boo slash angel, and he thought, you know... They're, they're going to have this horrible life growing up in this sort of, you know, stigma. They're the only person left other than the serial killer brother. So he wanted to um, give her a better life. Yeah, so we, from the situation. Yes, he yeah. omitted her from the police report altogether, drove her to a different town, and dropped her off at the emergency room. Yeah. And, and then he found out that the, the couple who adopt her were close friends with him. Yes. And he thought, well, you know what, that, that's good. You know, yes. I know she's with a good family, whatever. Yeah. And as he's telling that to Loomis, he's like, Loomis, like, he kind of clicks in and is like, oh my God. Yes. Oh my God, this is not good. No. So they go and they go, I think they go to the um, parents' house? Uh, well, I have them cutting back <laughs> to Lori bringing the kid back to Annie's house. Right, sorry, yes, yes. Because, yes. yes. So Lori, the movie's over. She said, well, that's more than enough time, you know, after. She'd only take 30 seconds. I don't know. I waited an hour and a half. And so she opens the door, and Annie is actually laying right in the front foyer, completely covered in blood and near death. And possibly one of the... You don't see this very often. One of the smart... In every horror movie, people like, oh, why are these people in the horror movie so stupid? Why go up the stairs? Yes. Why go into the room? Blah, blah, blah. Why go hide where you can... Why not run the house and call the police? Yes. That's what she tells the girl to do. Absolutely. Or he yells at the girl, go, go run back to the house. To Tommy's house. To Tommy's yeah. house. Call 911. Yeah. Also, Annie's boyfriend is hanging oh, from yeah. the banister with a pumpkin on his head. Yep. Just so like, that's like, like, like in a, in a just a quick little FYI that uh, <laughs> shit's gone down. Yeah. <laughs> These and people anything, are not alive. And, and again, it shows that he's planning. Like yes. he, he had them 
displayed when you walk in the door. Absolutely. And you see um, Lorio, she sees uh, her friend Annie on the ground, cut up, hurt, yep. alive, but yep. very badly hurt. Yes. She runs to go call the police. And as she runs out the door to call the police, we see the door all of a sudden. We get a long shot, and the door slowly closing, and Michael standing behind the door, yep. which is another really good shot of this movie. And he just kind of looks down, and he just kind of walks off. Yes. And then while uh, Lori's on the phone trying to call, you get one of the best, most real-feeling screams. Yes. From uh, Annie, and she's on the ground. Oh. Uh, just, uh, just shouting out Lori's name, because she's... She's in shock. Yeah, and, and Michael and, just walks past her, and yep. she free like and she's yelling, "Laurie!" And in and it's the um, like a shriek, you know. Yes. And Ugh. and it's just such a, it really brings you into her emotion. What's going yes. on? Like, like she is freaking out, mm-hmm. and not like a regular you know horror scream. Like this is a a guttural, um, primal. You know, I am. I, I need help now. I am scared shitless. Yeah. Yes. And, and yeah, I thought that was a very great scene. Who, by the way, the actress who plays Annie, this mm-hmm. is a big trivia spot here, she was originally Jamie Lee Curtis's daughter in Halloween 4 and 5. Yes. Like, so she has some actual She's history. got some Michael Myers experience. She's got some history <laughs> with this series, which is great. And yes. a great casting choice by Rob Zombie. Really great, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, as we've already talked about, this casting was fabulous this, in these yeah. movies. So... So obviously Michael sees Lori on the phone and yeah, he goes after her. And so she, of course, gets the heck out of that house and she tries to run back to Tommy's house where the two kids are. So she runs in, finds the kids, makes sure they're kind of okay. And Michael tries to break the door down. They go in the hide of all the places in the bathroom. Upstairs bathroom. Upstairs bathroom. Of course. In the tub. Yep. 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 In the tub. And And these cops come. These two cops. Because yeah, the sheriff sends out the cops, and uh, they go. The, first, they go to the uh, the parents' house, yes. find the parents, radio back, and mm-hmm. he's like, "Well, we heard Lori because the sheriff's daughter is Annie, so yes. he knew he kind of knew where the girls were going to be that night. Yeah. So he tells the cops after, go to Tommy's place and go check on Lori because yeah. by this time he knows, oh, there's a connection. Yes. Gotta, you know, he, and uh, Loomis thinks he's off to go finish the job. Yes. He's off to go kill her. Absolutely. And so police show up, and mm-hmm. uh, one go one goes to the uh, the house with Annie. Mm-hmm. Uh, one goes to Tommy's house, and uh, he's looking around trying to find uh, find the girl, yep. g- the kids. And he uh, goes to the bathroom, and they you know hello, hello, and yeah, yeah, we're in here, we're here. Well, yeah, okay, it's kind of weird. You know, the door's locked. Well, oh, yeah. shit, the door's locked. They're yeah, <laughs> it's a serial killer yeah. dude. And then you see the, the Michael shows up behind. And, Guts the uh, the cop in the back yes. of the knife. You see a little bit of blood against the glass mirror door. Who, yes. who has a glass mirror door for a bathroom? For a bathroom. It, it's you know it's kind of uh, it's misted so you can't see through, but that's it's weird. weird. <laughs> and of course, you know Michael just smashes through. Yes. And uh, grabs Lori and drags her out. Yes. Leaves the kids. Yeah, leaves the is, kids. Which is a, you know it's a good little. It shows his his priorities. Mm-hmm. And so then the sheriff gets home and finds Annie. And just a quick sort of, they, they break off to show that he's now with um, with his daughter. He's realized sort of what has happened, the, the depth of what has happened. And then we kick right back to um, Michael taking Lori to his, his house, their house, I guess, yep. <laughs> their childhood house. Um, and Linda's actually there. 
she's a, a, a nice dead. Lady. Yes, she's she's not alive. I I questioned if she was alive. I thought, oh well, that's nice. She's not alive. And in the background, we also see his mother's tombstone. Yep. So we realize, obviously, it was Michael who took the tombstone. So we have the tombstone, Linda, who kind of maybe looks like his mom. Not sure why he took her. That might be the reason. Not entirely sure why oh, he maybe. took her. I don't know if she was there. Like, that that's where he killed her. He yes. Just, he just left her there. Sure. And, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. And, and Laurie kind of wakes up and finds her friend dead. And yeah. she's just Freaking traumatic. Out. And old uh, Michael shows up. Yep. And has the he still has the picture of him and uh, and his little baby sister. Yeah. Who is Laurie. And drops down to his knees, brings up the picture, hands it to her, and takes his mask off and drops it. Yes. So by then it kind of shows, again, back to the psychological genius of Rob Zombie. Yes. Michael Myers is back to being, he's in his kid mentality. Like, yes. I'm with my sister. You know, and accept me. Mm-hmm. I'm not hiding anymore. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm here. Yeah. And, and she's like. He's like he, showing her the photo and over get, and over. She doesn't, she doesn't understand. understand. Cause he's not talking. He's mute. So he can't really explain to her. Yeah. And she doesn't understand. She's like, great. It's the picture. Awesome. And then she sees on the ground cause he drops the knife and the mask and everything. Yeah. And she kind of creeps over, grabs knife and jams it between his neck and his shoulder. Yeah. Like, yeah. Nice and, tender spot. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And my aunt just kind of falls over and she breaks her way out. Like, yeah. it's an old, like, old house. So she busts through, gets out. Yeah, there's a lot of cat and mouse then for a few minutes. Yeah, Michael, just... get, Michael gets up, puts the mask back on, yeah. pulls a knife out, and the chase resumes. Yes. And she's running away and she's she falls into a empty pool. Mm-hmm. And, and Michael kind of finds her and she's going to walk down a bit. And he's it's like he's unsure what to do. Yes. And... He starts making, he goes down into the uh, pool and Dr. Luma shows up. Mm-hmm. And, we, and uh, we see earlier in the movie, he um, goes to a gun store. Yeah, buys a gun. buys like a magnum or something. And uh, so he, you know, he's talking to Michael, and Michael, Michael, stop it. And he kind of ignores him. Yeah. Gets shot three times. Yeah. In the back. Third one kind of drops him. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dr. Luma runs down and goes to grab you know, get Lori up and get her out. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, so th- this is one of my favorite lines from the movie. He takes Lori and puts her in his car and she, um, turns to him and she goes, uh, was that the boogeyman? And he says, I believe it was. And right after that, I literally just wrote down in capitals, Michael smash because he, yeah. <laughs> he reaches in and grabs her out of the car, smashes through the window and grabs her. Not dead yet. Pulls her out again. Yes. And, and, and again, he just, he's, his main goal is to get his sister back. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's all it. that he's Not kill, not of. her, just get his sister back. Yes. And, and back into the house they go. Back into the house, right back where we started. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, so he, um, d- then Dr. Loomis obviously follows and he tries to reason with Michael like he yes. did back in the, ho- in the hospital. And Michael drops Lori and then he grabs his head and just like tries to like, like smush it. Yeah. <laughs> crush. He crush. crush. He, and you hear, you see blood coming down. You hear some cracks. Like he does. He he hurts. 
hurts him. Like, yep. he knocks him out. Exactly. And while this is happening, Lori, she ducks all the way and hides in the walls. Yes. Yep. She run, She kind of squishes her way into the walls, and Michael's looking for her. And then she moves and goes to the attic, and he's smashing boards and smashing walls, and it's just really breaking the place. Like, you know. Yeah. And yeah. so, um... And she kind of falls, she rolls yes. and falls through the falls through. To ceiling and lands on the ground and kind of gets up and she's stunned, dazed, and she's kind of a little out of it. Yes. And Michael sees her, runs, and gives her a nice big hug through the window. Through the window, he grabs her from and they the, just From jump. the second floor down to the ground. Yes. And, and she kind of lands on him, so he gets the brunt of it. Yes. And then she grabs Loomis's gun, so she has it, and she um, wakes up on top of him and grabs the gun, and she tries to shoot him, and it's not working. So it's, Mike, a, it's such a very cool scene where she just yes. the gun's pointed right at his forehead, yeah, and she's you know shaking and click, yeah, and she's like oh god, and she's you know crying and just distraught, click, and it's like oh no no no, what do I do? What do I do? And then just as she's going for a third click, Michael kind of grabs her arm, yeah, and. Bang. Yes. And you don't see the bullet hit Nothing. him. But you see a shot of her and blood on her face and everything. And she is just screaming she over and over. Like the realization that she just shot somebody in yeah. the face kind of hits her. And then we roll credits. And we hit the classic Halloween theme. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah, so we end the first movie with a supposedly dead Michael Myers mm-hmm. and uh, distraught and freaked out Forest Road. Yeah. And then we're going to hop right into... Right into Halloween, Halloween 2. Halloween 2. Where we pick up with her stumbling down the streets. Wandering down the streets. With rain, rain on her. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, she gets uh, picked up by uh, the, the sheriff. sheriff. Sheriff finds her and kind of you know, slaps her out of it. And Yeah, and she just says, I killed him. I killed Michael. Yeah. And... And then we do um, a super quick flash to um, Michael in the asylum, young Michael again. And um, this young Michael is played by a different cut child actor who was fine, but it was just jarring. I think if you would have watched them separately, it probably wouldn't be as jarring. But because we had just finished the first one, I was like, why? And, and in, in, like, in defense, I guess yes. the character, the actor... Got too old, and it was two years between the movies. Yeah. So I, I totally understand they, why they, they, they did probably it. they could have made it work, but they want to keep him young. Yes, because they, they talked totally to him, makes sense. They talked to him right after his mom committed suicide. Yes, and uh, this Michael is now played by Chase Wright Vack, hmm. who I don't think he's done anything else really no. major. And he was this. fine in this. He but... did a, for it was a little small role, which, yeah. which wasn't small because he was always. Um, Around. Yeah, he uh, was, um, again, like, apparated. <laughs> yeah, this is a very more psychological movie where, um, it's, it's more kind of in Michael's head. Like yes. It, it's, well, we'll explain a bit more as we go along here with the review. Yes. But it picks up with, um, the, the, uh, picking up all the bodies and, uh, um, you see Annie and Laurie getting, uh, taken to the hospital yep. and getting worked on with surgery, which is very graphic. I was... Mm-hmm. Pretty surprised with how just how graphic the uh, and I think this is when was. I realized that this was going to be a much more graphic movie. Yeah, <laughs> there yeah. is. It's like an like an explicit surgery scene where they're rip like not ripping but they're pulling glass out of her legs and sewing up her face. I'm like, oh, okay, here we go. This yeah. is already more than the whole last movie combined. Yeah, pulling pulling out you know, I don't know what she. I think they're pulling her fingernail off yes. her, her finger. It was very graphic. I'm like, Ooh, they just kicked it up. 
Cool. And yeah, yeah, sweet, gore. <laughs> and then we kick back to the scene, and Michael is going to be taken to the morgue. Because he's, yep. um, as one of the guards says, well, you know, we know how this guy died. Ha, 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 ha. And um, so they're driving down the highway. They're making some lewd comments about somebody. Well, it's about um, the other friend who got <coughs> killed. Um, Linda? The, yes. Okay. Yes, because uh, the one guard is uh, played by... He's in a bunch of other uh, Rob Zombie movies. Both he of them was, were really good. Doom. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to look up his name. And so, anyways, the guy, the guards are driving down the road, down an old farm road. And, of course, they hit a cow. <laughs> the first kill in the movie. First kill in the movie is a cow. Is a cow. <laughs> and so one of the guards dies instantly. His, like, jaw is all off of his face. Like, half of his face is kind of missing. He, he, almost. Yeah, like, he gets, he just gets gore. messed up pretty good right and off the bat. The, the second guy, he's just having, like, a bit of a breakdown and just kept keeps saying fuck over and over and over Richard again. Richard Brake there is you go. playing That's the second paramedic. Yes. yes. And he's he plays creepy very, very, very good. well. Yeah, like perverted that's gross. almost his he's almost stereotyped into like the creepy yes. pervert guy yes and and so he's having like hurt obviously and then we hear this bang 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 the van the van is shaking all yes that. and michael pops out of the back and doop do 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 walks over to the side um opens the door nope nope he he picks up the glass oh yes wind, you're right you're right you're right windshield yeah Walks around and the paramedic sees, you know, help, help, um, we have an accident, help. Mm-hmm. Looks up and sees Michael. He's like, yeah. He's like, crap. Yeah. <laughs> and Michael proceeds to, using the glass, sh- the shard of glass, mm-hmm. cut his head off. You bet. Yeah. And just. Like, like straight up saws his neck off and decapitates him. Yep. And then as soon as this happens, which I was talking about before, Michael in the asylum, young Michael, he talks about his mom with a white horse. And he said that this white horse is a dream that he had about his mom. And um, when, you know, he sees the white horse, she says that, um, or he says that the white horse in his dream took him home. So when he's on this road, he looks down the road and sees his mom, this angelic looking mom. Still played by Sherry Moon. Yeah, yeah. And um, he followed, he walks towards it, this white horse and his mom. And yeah, so then we get back to Lori. In the hospital. In the hospital. And she's she's not happy in there. She she knows something's wrong. So she immediately gets out of the hospital bed. And she goes she wants to go see Annie. She, you know, yeah, she wants goes, to see she if she's okay. Checks on her friend. Yes. And uh, one of the nurses uh, stumbles upon her and mm-hmm. uh, you know, what are you doing? You who are you walking? Which is I'm sorry, she's walking. Yeah. Except the surgery they did to her and the, her legs and in a brace. The walking and her arm. Like, her arm's in, like, a splint and, like, with the screws in it still and everything. Yeah. And she's, like, reefing on doors and I'm like, and, girl, and of all you are she, not reefing on doors when your arm's like that. Of all things she asked for, she, I need something for my head. Yes. My head hurts. I'm thinking, yeah. no, it's, <laughs> it's more than your head. That's, yes. You got some, some big owies there. Yes. And um, so she's, you know, stumbling around and... The nurse disappeared. She yeah, kind of she, ran off. she went to take her back to her room and then runs off. Yeah, she, she gets a off. call. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and then she comes comes back. She yeah. wanders back in, and um, she's covered in blood, like like her from well, her neck down. Well, it's almost like she got cut from like her uh, underneath her eye down across yes. her lips to her chin, and she kind of goes you know, in shock, and she touches it, and the blood flows, and yeah. she starts freaking out. Yeah. And then she kind of falls down, and Michael's behind her. Yeah. He's like, hey guys, miss me? 
And, and so obviously Lori freaks out and gets the heck out of Dodge. And he just starts like viciously stabbing this nurse. Oh, yes. And it's again, nice. so much more graphic than the first one. And he's like really going at it. And when he's finally done, he oh, leaves the knife stuck in her, her head. head. <sighs> yeah. And, and just in her, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a brutal death. Yes. And so we see Laurie run away or hobble away. Yeah, she does a lot of... There's a lot of running through the stairs at this point. Yeah, lots she, of other... Yeah, she gets to the stairs. Stairwell. Yeah, dead bodies. Starts going stuff. down. Sees the other nurse there yeah. who's had her eyes gouged out and just... just great. Dead. <laughs> and, of course, there's Michael. At yeah. the, the top. Starts to fall her down and she gets away again. Gets out. <laughs> runs to the uh, little guard post. Yeah, like a security yeah. shed sort of and to get in. And she jumps through the... Well, jumps through. She... Opens a window, crawls through, closes it, and hides under the desk. Mm-hmm. And you see the, the guard, he's an older guy, shows <laughs> buddy. up. Buddy. Buddy. <laughs> with his two donuts and a coffee. Yep. And uh, goes in, and she kind of peeks out, like, help, and scares him. And he freaks out, puts the donuts down, gives her his coffee. Mm-hmm. Here, I can finish this. I'm going to yep. get help. I'll get the vehicle. We'll yep. get out of here. And she's there, you know, kind of, buddy, buddy. And she's calling for him because she's she's scared she yes. doesn't know what's going on and he shows up and he's like yeah sorry my car is a, it's an old beater it doesn't want to start very well <laughs> and just as we think oh okay he's gonna help real help her get to the car there's michael with a nice hatchet right to the back yeah and axes him right in the back yeah, and he Poor kind, buddy. Of, kind of just kind of digs in there pretty good yeah drops him and so laurie go resumes hiding underneath the uh the desk mm-hmm and Michael decides to kill the uh, the shack. Like, he he just yeah. takes a hatchet and smashes windows, everything. To try to get in, yeah. yeah. And he finally does. He, he goes back to the door and smashes smash through the door. And, and there's Lori looking up and mm-hmm. see the axe up and down and cut to a nightmare scene. Yes. It was all just a dream, you guys. It's fine. What it's is just all just a dream. Oldest. Halloween or horror tropes. It was just a nightmare. And I was like really into it. And I turned to Nick and I was like, it was just a dream. It was all just a dream. Question mark, question mark. So of course, uh, Lori wakes up as we just said, and it shows that she's now living with Annie and the sheriff who's her dad. This is, we're guessing this is a year or so later. It's not like a big time jump, but it's, Some time has passed. Yes. Like, the wounds have healed, the scars, both yes. Annie and Lori have scars on their bodies. And it shows Lori going to um, to a psychiatrist to get yeah. some counseling, obviously, to help with the tra- traumatization and the traumatic event she went through. And it she brings it up that she knows Michael Myers is dead. Yeah. Like, you know, she's, the psychologist kind of prods her a bit, and she's like, no, I know he's dead. Yeah. Like, he's, he's not coming back. And they're like, oh, okay, all right, well, yeah. that's great. And then we um, we cut to Michael's psychologist at this um, hotel doing a a book release sort of thing or a, a yeah a Dr. Talk. yeah Dr. Loomis he kind of took the uh, experience he survived yeah He's, he lived through he the, lived. Uh, the head crush good for him <laughs> and uh, he wrote a book about Michael Myers and is profiting off everything everything he's just doing the book tour living the big life he's got yes. this uh, his kind of manager with him or whoever she is yeah. And, and he's treating her like garbage, too. Yeah, he, he became a dick. Yeah. And Dr. Loomis just becomes a big dick in this yeah. movie. Yeah. And so he's giving his talk, and um, he, you know, goes to Q&A, and the reporter stands up and says, 
if he feels personal res personally responsible for the deaths of all these people. And um, he gets really upset. And he swears Michael Myers is dead. And he says, you know, if this is why you all came here, you know, what's the point? Calls them names and storms out. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. He's he's not happy. <laughs> and and uh, yeah, then we find out that Michael Myers, well, he isn't dead. We find out at the beginning. But right. Obviously, he's yeah. Been, he's been kind of hiding out in this little shack kind yeah. of place. And, uh, Just found a home. <laughs> yeah. And uh, some hunters kind of stumble across him. And uh, again, it's uh, thrown back to some more Rob Zombie classics. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, these three hunters, they, well, two hunters and daughter. Yeah. They, uh, they, they meet up with him. They see him in a field and they say, hey, you can't be on this property. Yeah, we, so obviously you. this has happened before. And uh, Michael they, takes his coat off. Oh, they beat they, him. They decided to proceed to beat him with they a tire beat the iron heck out and of a bat. They yes. beat him and yeah, let's get out of here. Yes. And of course, Michael gets up. Puts Takes on his the hood mask. Off, yeah, hood off. Puts the mask on. He's, and you're like, hoo hoo, here we go. Because there's a lot of the movie, he doesn't have the mask on. Yes. He's He's got a full beard, he's got the little long hair. He's let himself go a bit. A bit. <laughs> and uh, he stabs the one hunter, mm -hmm. uh, grabs the other guy, and the front of this truck, this hunter truck, has a bunch of uh, antlers. Antlers. Stabs him and then throws him onto oh, the antlers. Yes. And just kind of pushes, pushes. And the girl's in there, she's screaming, screaming, freaking out. And of course, Michael, he's, you're dead too. Yeah. Drags her out and proceeds to brutally stab her. Yes. And, uh, and after that, and then we find out that there's a dog in the back. Oh, yeah, and, I forgot and about that. It's a bit of a callback to young Michael when he would torture and kill yes. animals. Has a knife and clink, 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 clink against the cage. Mm hmm. And we don't see what happens to the puppy. Or dog. Yeah. And then they cut to Lori, Annie, and the sheriff eating supper, having a nice pizza supper. And um, the the sheriff, he's, you know, talking to them and he says, oh, you know, we all have a little bit of caveman in us. And then it cuts to Michael eating the dog. Yeah. Like just see, kind of ripping it apart. Well, he, uh, he butchers. He, we find, you know, he throws the dog yeah. down and we're like, oh, we killed the dog, which we expected. Yes. But then he butchers. He yes. He cuts the skin off and... Goes in, so he pulls the heart out mm -hmm. and takes a couple bites and spits it about a bit, and then proceeds to eat the raw heart and yeah. parts of the dog. Right. And you cut back to Lori, and she starts getting sick. Yeah, she's throwing up. She's, she's a mess. And uh, we're first. It's it's. I believe it was due to the medication that she's taking for mm -hmm. her PTSD and her depression, all that. But it's also a very kind of hint. There's now a connection between Lori and Michael. Yes. That. Something's connected. Like, almost like she could sense he's back or something, yeah. well, right? No, well, she she said he was dead. Yeah, and, yeah. And uh, after that, she wakes, you know, she goes to bed and wakes up to her teddy bear. Yes, but she, she he actually imagines his mom. Oh, yeah. And they're in the hospital. And this is one of the Rob Zombie kind of parts that you start, start to feel it's very, um, there's tons of imagery. Yeah. There's, um, he's having dinner and Lori's on the table. And there's a bunch of people in masks and pumpkin heads and stuff sitting oh, around this yes. dining room table. Yes. And then Lori's asleep. And then all of a sudden she wakes up. And these hands come up and grab her. And she's screaming, screaming, freaking out. And then she wakes up in real life and talks to her little teddy bear. That, and it's, a little, little teddy. It's, it's a good little scene where she's using the bear to calm her fears. Yeah. And it's really kind of cute how she's like uh, freaking out. You know, waking up. And uh, grabs a bear, and he's like, don't worry, Michael Myers is dead. You shot him. 
Yeah. <laughs> he's fucking dead. He's he's no one gonna bother you ever again. And she her response is, "Thanks, Teddy. You always know what to say to make me yeah. feel better." I'm like, "Oh, Aww. Aww. you're so messed up. That's adorable." <laughs> you, know, and, you know you're messed up when your when, teddy bear calms you down. Yeah. And is your new psychiatrist. I mean, Ichabod, like our executive producer, she calms me down when we watch these movies. So, yeah. Yeah, but she's no, also... No, she's not doing anything right now. But also being a hound of hell, she's <laughs> a bitch and just, oh, you know... Right? Gets after us for... All the time. time. <laughs> and so then, Lori... I don't know what entirely happens here, but she's, um... Like, sees herself as Michael on Halloween from the first one when he, um... Kills his yeah. family. And so she's... In the costume. Now, this is a nightmare she has. This is a nightmare, she, she yes. She wakes up to And she, um, she, Annie is sitting on the couch that Michael's stepdad was, and she duct tapes Annie to this couch and um, slices her up and says, like, I hate you. And Yeah, like, she, like, it, like, it's... Holy crap. It's a uh, scene by scene to yes. the first bit of uh, Michael, the first Halloween. Yes. And yeah, she's freaking out. She's basically, she's vocalizing all the hate and rage that Michael Myers had in the first one. Yes. And opposite of her with Michael Myers, mm-hmm. um, he's now getting that vision of his mom and yep. the horse, and she's telling him it's time. It's time to go get Laurie. Or, sorry, there's also a young Michael with the, the mom, adult, yeah. adult Michael Myers. Yes. And it's, it's like, he's like... He speaks he's for him sometimes. For, yeah. It's almost like Michael Myers, his, um, his young self is the vocal part. Yes. It's, it's, it's the expression, because he doesn't say a word in right. this movie. And he tells his mom, I found her. Mm-hmm. I know where my sister is. And she tells her, all right, I think it's time to bring her home. Yeah. It's time to bring all of us home. Mm-hmm. And so Michael, he grabs his knives, he grabs his mask, puts his hood up, and starts walking to Haydenfield yeah. to get his sister. Right. And then we cut to um, Dr. Loomis. He's um, outside of the old Myers house. He, um, his publicist is mad at him because she's at this point thinking that's inappropriate, it's in poor taste, and he shouldn't be giving interviews outside of this house. And so then we show the sheriff actually watching this interview, and Dr. Loomis blames the police department for yeah. Michael. And he, he says, you know, it's their incompetence. He throws them right on the bus. Yeah. And the sheriff is pissed. Oh, yeah. Like, not happy at all. And so then we do a real quick cut to um, um, where Michael's mom used to strip. And we have this. Right. Yeah, I'm not, again, 100% sure. I don't know if this scene needed to be included. Well, it... I think it just shows that he's still killing people. Yes. Yeah, we can... This this isn't a huge part, but, like, basically there's a, a worker, a stripper, and the owner. And, um, so the, the worker goes out to take the trash out, um, Michael chokeslams him and then stomps on his face until there's nothing left. Yep, he just smushes it. Just a big old footprint. And and I guess the, uh, they're, they're doing the, a commercial. Sure. I I, I don't a commercial, you're doing like a news report. Yeah. And the owner, dressed up as, uh, Frankenstein, he's (laughs) trying to promote his business and it has on the, on the back, um... Mrs. Myers, or yeah, whatever Mrs. Myers, her name was. Yeah, Mrs. Myers, the mother of the homicidal killer, yeah. used to be a stripper here. Yeah. And they're kind of using that That's, to yeah. uh, to get publicity. Yeah. And there's, like, only one stripper there. It's, yeah. kind, of, it's kind of gone downhill. Yeah, there's nothing And there I think anymore. that's kind of what led Michael there. It's kind yeah. of, it, it's not needed, but 
it was like a loose end from the first one that yeah. they said, hey, let's throw it in there and just tie it up. That's fair. So he, Michael, yeah. Michael goes, kills the one guy. Goes in, the stripper and the owner are getting it on, and he's wearing his little Frankenstein mask. <laughs> and so Michael does quick work of the owner. Breaks his he arm. Breaks his arm, up. which was gross. Yeah, that was, <laughs> I, I always have a tough time with the, yes. the broken bone scenes. And then he has actually barricaded the exit, and then he grabs the stripper. She tries to leave, and he grabs her and slams her head against the glass. Until, Repeatedly. Until, until her head's kind of not there anymore. Kind of dead. Yeah. And, um... Then we go to um, Michael's psychologist is at, or Dr. Loomis again. There is at the book signing. He's you know promoting his this hor- horrifying book, and he's signing copies. Some of the people or fans are creepy. Um, and Linda from the first one, her dad actually visits, and he is talking to him. He's you know, do you remember this girl? Do you remember me? And, and Loomis is very apologetic. Like, yes. oh, I'm so sorry. That I'm happened. sorry. You know, yeah. This this. Uh, I'm so terribly sorry for uh, the loss and, yeah. and and what happened. And the dad freaks out. Yeah, he doesn't care. He loses it. He's blaming him. And then he whips a gun out. And he Sec- says, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. Security comes, grabs him, pulls him away. And yeah, yeah. Dr. Loomis is a little, little shook up by that. Yes. And at this point, um, we see, we cut to Lori, who's reading the book. Yes. And in this book, um, Dr. Loomis notes how um, Lori is actually Angel, obviously, which we knew already from the first one. For the way he kind of describes it, I guess, we don't really see what's in the book, but yes. he explains how the sheriff was the one who did the old switcheroo. He took mm-hmm. her out. And again, he kind of throws the, the sheriff under, under the, the bus. Under the bus, yeah. And, 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 yeah. and she finds out and she freaks out. She yeah. She uh, goes to her workplace. Uh, no, she calls first. Yeah. She calls her her roommate, Annie, because she's living with Annie and yeah. Annie's dad, the sheriff, and basically just reams him out yes. to her. You know, tell him to fuck off. Yeah. And and Annie doesn't know what's going on. She no, quite she has it. no idea. And and poor Laura, like, she is, like, her world just got turned upside down. Like, she's yes. not who she thought she was. Yeah. Um, she's got this now connection to Michael Myers, which is very disturbing for her mm-hmm. uh it's not good in her view this is bad yes so she goes to her co-workers office or place mm-hmm. and is confiding to them and her one, what happened yeah. yeah and her one friend um it's harley is the slutty one yes the promiscuous one and maya and maya it. so Har- maya's you know being you know she's the more sympathetic shiny yeah. otar it's okay it's like no 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 it's not okay this is like i'm fucked I'm, yeah i'm so screwed up now uh and then Harley comes in, and she's like, whatever, you probably don't even, you're, you're making this up. Yeah, and it's not real, it's yeah. not real. And Lori's like, wanna bet, brings a book out, and shows them, and they're like, oh. They're like, ah, oh, crap. <laughs> and and so, yeah, they proceed to start drinking, and just, yes. Lori's trying to, to, to cope. And to cope, she starts to drink. Yes, she wants to, um, she wants to drink her problems away and party, and... The friends, the one friend is, Harley is totally in. She's like, yeah, that's what I've been waiting for. And then they convince Maya and they have their um, coordinated costumes and they go to a party. Which is Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yes. Such a great idea. I love that. And um, we do a quick cutaway to this uh, show called The Newman Hour. And um, uh, the host, who I forget what his name was. You looked it up, but we recognize him. But Weird Al is the main guest. Weird Al. (laughs) 
It's Weird Al Yankovic is in Halloween 2. Like, what? <laughs> Love it. And um, the second guest that they bring out is Dr. Loomis. And so the host starts asking questions, and Weird Al is kind of razzing Dr. Loomis, and he's getting mad and upset. And the host razzes him too. And it's just, he's upset. He storms out of there. He's mad. He's yelling at his publicist. It's, it's very, um, they're bringing some satirical, no, satire. Like they're, yeah, they're, satire, they're, they're, yeah. they're um, really making him out to be just a shitty person. Yes. Dr. Lewis. And, and to be and fair, I mean, they're, they're right. They're yeah, right. exactly. But it's just, it's just really um, kind of like the, Kind of, it ends up being like a wake-up call for Dr. Loomis. Yes. Because he's he's trying to be so serious about this. Yes. And he's all about his career and his book. And he's making all this kind of money and promotion. And then he gets the old, well, why are you making fun of this? You know, yeah. I'm, I'm not a joke. Yes. This is, this is, this is serious. Mm-hmm. But he sees this and he's like, well, I'm ruined. Yeah. That's it. That's the end of my this, career. This just screwed me up. Yes. Screwed me over. So he's upset. We cut back to Lori at the party and <laughs> they're just partying, having fun. And Harley meets a guy dressed up as a werewolf, I think Some, is what yeah, he is. Something, something like that. Guy, yeah. With really excessive like face paint and stuff on. And they head back to his um to his shag wagon and um <laughs> his pickup line is there's roofy feet free drinks in my van. Yeah, honestly, And ladies, that's... if someone ever approaches you and says there's roofy free drinks, d- don't trust them, please. Run the other way. <laughs> that's not a good opening line. Terrible. And, and so... And it's funny. Even during they're trying to make out, yes. he just won't stop talking. No. Talk, talk, talk. And she's like, yes. no, shut up. Yeah, shut, shut up. up. Shut stop up. it. You, you, where is this happening? Shut up. Yeah. And he's like, I just, I have to go pee really quick. And so she's like, okay, hurry up, hurry up. So he jumps out of the van, runs over to a nearby tree and starts to pee. And here comes our old friend, Michael. And stabs him. And stabs him. Yep, stabs him against the tree. Um, goes into the van. and Breaks open to, the van. Breaks open the van. Goes yep. in and strangles Harley. Yes, strangles her. Yeah, she's she's good. And well, um, No, not anymore. She's now dead. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's good. She's, she's, she's good, good yeah, and dead. she's fine. She's good. good. Um, and then we go back to Lori at the party. She's looking for Maya. She's gotten separated. She has another weird hallucination. She does, yeah. She has a bit of a, like, it's, it goes back to the whole connection. Like, she's trying to f- mentally kind of figure out what's going on. She, yeah, she just has, like, a little, an elemental episode. Yeah. And, she sees uh, the mom and young Michael again. Yeah. And kind of, and they keep saying, come home, come home. And she's like, well, and backs up into something. I think it's, like, a big bear or something. And it feels like Michael's holding That's her. So right. she starts, like, flailing around. Yeah. And then it cuts to the party. And she's just standing against a bear screaming but the music is so loud nobody even cares or notices no so um then we after that we cut back to the sheriff's help house where annie's staying um her dad has requested a police officer stay out front because something i think it was the strip club yeah there was there was a there's the, they found out about yes. the strip club death yeah and he wants and he's like oh yeah where's where's uh laurie i don't know yes yes well i'm having joe blow officer here gonna protect you yeah, and he's like, Fine. no matter what my daughter says, just please stay there. Yeah, and he does. He <laughs> yeah, does. so he's patrolling. He's kind of cold. He's like, ugh, I'm, you know. I think he walks back to the car to grab a cigarette or something, doesn't he? Nope, he's just standing out on the porch. Oh, is and, he? And then, again, Michael just out of out of nowhere, disappears, grabs him. You're right. Slice. Yep. 
Yeah, he so ends up... Slice and stab. Yes. And, uh, yeah, he drags him off. Drags him... He puts him back in the car after. That's what I was after, thinking yeah. of. Yes. And then um, Annie's drawing a bath. And she's, you know, going to hop in. Goes to turn around and Michael's there. Yeah, standing in the bathroom. There's a great um, little camera scene where she walks in. Camera kind of pans. And you see... She's, she has a toothbrush. She's got to brush yes. her teeth. And she's looking in the mirror. But from our angle, we see Michael. Yes. And she doesn't. And then it kind of goes back to his view. And it's a slow reveal that she figures out, oh, Michael's here. Crap. And then it's a slow motion chase scene. And it's scary. Yep. And you just see, hear screaming. They don't actually show you what happens. They, you ju- they just... You hear it. Yes. You just hear. You hear crashing and screaming and crying. You're like, okay, well, not going to show us. That sucks. But then Lori and Maya get back to the house, yeah. to Annie's house, yeah. where Lori obviously now lives. Yeah, she was a little, she was drank too much. She was yes. a little, little out of it. She's, yeah, she's, Maya she's messed being, up. being the great friend. Yes. Oh, it's time to go home. And Lori's like, no, no, I want to go party more. And she's like, no, it's time to go home. <laughs> yeah, you've so, had a long night. <laughs> yeah, so they take her home and uh, they, and, you know, they go in. Yep. And they go upstairs and Lori can see there's a mess. And as yes. she's looking, you see a bit of glimpses of what happened with Mike and Annie. And it's almost jump scary how they're like, yeah. you know, a quick flash, there's a dresser being broken. And then yeah. we're back to Lori and she's looking around. Another quick fla- flashback to Michael and Annie a few minutes before. Yeah, just He's just like it. pulling stuff off the walls and throwing it across the yeah. room. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> and Lori kind of peeks her head into the bathroom and there's blood everywhere. everywhere. Like ceiling to floor covered in and, blood. And we see poor Annie laying there quite naked. Quite naked. Full of you know, slash marks and she's just clinging to life. And yes. Lori tells Maya, go, go, go call, go call one. one. Again, go the one. sensible one. Yes, she's a very smart final girl. Yes. And goes and you know, kind of goes to comfort and take care of her friend. Yes. Annie who sadly dies from her wounds in Lori's hands. Yes, she succumbs to her injuries. And um, while Maya's on the phone with um, the 911, Michael grabs her and stabs her as well. Yeah. And um, so then the sheriff actually is told that um, Maya's call came from his house. So he freaks out and starts gunning it. And um, then Lori, I, I don't know if she notices Maya. She, I think she hears. She yes, calls she hears. Maya. And, and then she gets, runs. She just runs. She's like, nope, not again. Um, the sheriff gets home and finds Annie. And it's like, it's so sad. It's like all quiet again. And he's like, and freaking out. And then there's um, a monologue of Lori running and the sheriff being upset, basically. Yeah. And Lori's, I think she's running through some woods. Runs through the woods, runs yeah. towards a highway. Highway, and, yes. And uh, she's a cargo behind. She's waving, screaming. Nope, didn't stop. So she kind of collapses in the middle of the road and yep. see another car coming. And we're like, oh, she kind of has to stop. She's yeah. laying there. So <laughs> this, this kid, this kind yes. of young young guy stops. You okay, you okay? And she, oh, she's freaking out. And he, he helps her into his car. Yeah. So, yo, I'll get you to the hospital. I'll get you help. Puts her in there. And he goes, jumps in. Nope, he doesn't jump in. Um, Michael grabs him for a Yes. Can. Yeah, he goes to walk around. Yep. Yeah. And uh, gets him and just... Throws him through the uh, the windshield. The windshield, yeah. And then Michael proceeds to flips the car. car. He flipped the bitch. <laughs> and and this poor guy, if he wasn't dead through the car cra- through oh. the windshield, he got crushed when the car rolled. Yeah, that car. poor mannequin that they threw in that front window. It was like it was flailing around. <laughs> it was. Yeah, it was and good. As it flipped, it kind of pulled out, and yeah. it got underneath the hood and smushed, and it get rolled. Big old smush. Yeah. And you see Laurie, yo, she's yo. Know, 
out of it, dazed, dazed. And Michael reaches in, grabs her, and takes her. Yep, takes her back to the shack. Back to the shack. Back to the shack. So um, then we cut to the sheriff, who's told that someone saw Michael carrying Lori. So um, they head out to where that call was, and they um, they find the shack. Surround it. Surround it. Lori's hallucinating and seeing her mom and Michael. Yeah, we get a bit of a, oh. kind of a little more psychological yes. scene where young Michael is holding Lori. Yeah. There's um, the mom and the horse there, mm-hmm. and and Michael just standing there, mm-hmm. and um, her mom kind of comes close, and this is kind of weird. This is almost like Lori's now sharing the same vision that Michael was having. Yes. And her mother is saying, you know, I'm your mother. Yeah. Tell me you love me. Yes, she says, I say, I, you say love I love you, say, mommy. Yes. Say, I love you, mommy. And it's almost threatening at this point. Yes. And so Lori's like, so scared. She's like, I love you, mommy. I love you, mommy. Mommy, I love you so yeah. much. Please don't hurt me. And it starts to spiral into this. And like, it's this not wind. love. It's just like yeah. a, like a, like she needs to do this to survive. And, and there's this wind kind of kicking up. Yeah. And this light shines down and it's a helicopter. Yeah. On Michael Myers. And Shaq and is kind of, surrounded. He kind of looks yes, up and like, like what said. the heck? And we got police surrounding with guns aimed. You got yes. trained on Michael. You got told by the sniper. Sniper yes. has snipers. Yeah. Um, and the psychiatrist shows up. Dr. Loomis. Loomis is like, listen. <laughs> he he runs up to the sheriff. And as, as he's running up to the sheriff, the sheriff goes over him and just cold cocks him right in the face. He had it coming. Yeah. He, oh, he 100% had, he had it coming. coming. And he tells them that it's all his fault that Lori learned about Angel. Like, it's all your fault. You wrote about it in your book. That's how she found out about this persona. And, you know, if it wasn't for you, then none of this kind of would have happened, yep. right? Like, she wouldn't have kind of had this downward spiral. Yeah. And the sheriff tells him to fuck off. Like, you have no business being here. And, and Dr. Loomis is trail. Let me help. Yeah. Let me, he's, let me, yes. he's my old patient. Let me, yes. let me do something to help. And the uh, sheriff's like, no, no you've, done, you've done enough. Yeah. Get out of here. And Dr. Loomis is like, fine, walks away, walk, walk, walk. And then you see, they cut back to the sheriff and you see this old man sprinting in the background (laughs) towards the shack. So he runs to the shack, yeah. And and the sheriff's like, fuck, hold your fire, hold your fire. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, he bursts in and he's like, Michael, it's me, Dr. Loomis. And and he's just, yeah. And he just, Michael just stands there and he's kind of, you know, watching. And and, and you don't see Laurie, she's struggling against young Michael holding her. And she's screaming, you know, let her This know. was a cool scene. And, and he's telling Lori, get up, get up, get out of here. Yeah, there's like, nothing I holding you. I can't, I can't, I'm, I'm being restrained. It's like, Lori, there's nothing holding you. And she's, and you see her just on the ground, spasming and Yeah, flying. and they cut to what Dr. Loomis is seeing, yeah. which is really interesting. There's nothing. It, it's just her with her hands behind her back, just struggling against yeah. nothing. Yeah, it's, it's such a weird little dynamic, which yes. doesn't quite makes sense it in doesn't the long hit run. right all like it, it i don't know why, why would her and michael have the same kind of delusions and visions this is what i brought up at the end when we were watching is it it feels like they were almost trying to go for that harry potter voldemort sort of shared connection. vision yes. connection exactly yeah. and it just it was did, weird they don't explain why or no. how it's just there it's just but, that whatever it. they're related so so yeah, I was going to Lewis is you know, telling you, Laurie, you know, get out of here. Michael, I failed you. I'm sorry. This is kind of my fault. Yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, Michael just grabs him and stabs him. No, sorry. He slices the crap oh out of gosh. Dr. Lewis's face. Yes. And then guts him in the chest a couple times. Yes. And, and I love how you explained how <laughs> he jokered. 
His face. He, he jokered his face. So he got... He slices his lips all the way back to his ear. There, there's, so a good, gets... there's a good shot of the light on his yes. face. And there's a slice on his, like, his forehead, across his, his nose. His skin is like hanging and, off in parts. And from his lip to, you know, his cheek is just Cut. slight right open. Yeah. And I'm like, ooh, that's, that's a good one. So as Michael is slicing this guy, he's no longer standing in a blind spot. He's moved in front of a window. And the sheriff shoots him. Two shots. Yeah, two shots. And he falls into some, like, like pointy farm equipment. We yep. couldn't, weren't 100% sure what it was from. I, it looks just, like it's from, like, a like a, a combine yeah, or a thresher. thresher. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was some pointy stuff. He yes. kind of fell in, and he's stuck. Yeah, and so Lori, she's, all of a sudden, she's snapped out of it. Her yeah. delusions are gone. The hallucinations are gone. And she walks over to Michael, and she says, oh, you know, I love you. I love you, Michael. And so he is actually going to, I think, go and stab her. Yeah, he, he's, he's holding the knife like yeah. he's going to do something. And he just kind of drops, drops it. it. And so she goes and picks it up. She picks it up. <laughs> and she starts like savagely stabbing him. Exactly sort of like how he's done the last two movies. Yeah. She goes to the chest. She gets him in the head. Everything. Just stab, 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 stab. And you can see, or before we could see uh, you had... Um, her mother mm-hmm. and the horse, you know, telling Michael to, it's time to come home. Yeah. As in, in my opinion was, it's time to all of us die. And yes. Be, be together. I agree. Be together. Yeah. And nope. She, Laurie was stabbing Michael, stab, stab, stab. And we see then her stumble out of mm-hmm. the, the shack mm-hmm. with the mask on. Yeah. Which was and creepy and unexpected. Like yeah. I wasn't ready for it. She kind of. of stumbles out and drops down to her knees, takes the mask off, drops it. And, uh, yeah, just, yeah. just kind of kneels there. And then That's it's it. a little, little then cut. Then we, we cut back cut. to a mental hospital. Yeah, a Lord. long, a big, long room. Yeah, like, it's like... It's a very odd room. It's odd. I think... I think it's a symbol. Yeah. I don't think that, obviously, that's how the room actually looks. But she's just sitting in it, this, on this completely white room, white bed, white lamp, white dress. She's just sitting there. And she's, she's just looking off into the distance. And so it, um, pans down the hallway... And we see her mom, and Mrs. Myers, and the horse. And then she's just staring there with her hair over her face. And she smiles. And she smiles. And then we roll credits. A very weird ending. And, yeah. Um, and different. Yes. Again, two movies that are the same, but very different. Oh, yeah. And the thing is, we watched the theatrical version. Yes. And there is a director's cut, which yes. I didn't realize. Right. And uh, I guess in the director's cut uh, commentary... Uh, Rob Zombie said that in the end, because they don't have that uh, scene at the end. Oh, interesting. It, it ends with, I think, the police just shooting inside the, the, the building. Okay. The shack. And uh, Rob Zombie said that uh, in the end, Michael Myers got shot to death and Laurie got shot to death. Mm-hmm. So, I almost would have preferred that. I think, I think that would have been a better ending. It'd be a like, more conclusion. To the I feel end. like the reason they redid it was because, like you said before, they thought maybe there would be a third and they didn't want to kill everybody there was off. A plan. There was a plan for a third. Right. How it worked out was the script. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, they could have went with Lori as... Man, if Lori would have come back as Michael Myers, I would have loved that. That would have been very different. Yeah. That would be a good, I would a good be switch up. Yeah. But instead, so, instead yeah. Uh, no, it got uh, cancelled and we ended up with the uh, recent Halloween sequel... Which kind of ignored everything after Halloween 1. Oh, yes. Yes, so which Halloween, is... Halloween 2, yeah. 3 doesn't probably continue on, continuity or canon. Yeah. Uh, 4, 5, 6, 
uh, Resurrection, H2O, all that was ignored, mm -hmm. and they made direct sequel to the very first one. Mm -hmm. But uh, that's for another. That's, that's for another horcast. That's for another horcast. <laughs> yes. So um, yeah, what would what would you rate this movie? These movies, Lila. I think the first one I would probably give it a three point five. It's um, it's much more up my alley as a slasher. Not a ton of gratuitous gore. Not a ton of gratuitous sex. There's a little bit, but not in, like not too much. Nothing too explicit. Exactly, not explicit. Which there's a, is there's a good bit of, of uh, breast shown. but, yeah, but that's about it. Everything else, there, there's you know, there's uh, they're fully naked, but it's yes. all in shadow or covered. You don't see anything besides breasts. Yes, which is fine. And and this is kind of the slasher that I enjoy. The the yeah. more we get backstory, we get good characters, deep characters. Um, I really like this one. The second one was I I read that it was going to be horrible. I liked it, and so I would give I, this one a three. Not completely to the level of the first one. I agree with that, but still good. Like yeah. a different kind of good. It was it was better than I first remembered because yes. I watched half of it. And right. I, I stopped. I forgot something came up, and I yes. never got to finish. Mm -hmm. And I read online that it was a poor sequel. It went in a different direction. It wasn't that well received? I'm like, oh, bucker. <laughs> But uh, I, I would give the first one a four out of five. Interesting. I, I loved it. Yeah. This is such a good remake. It's they, it's one of the best remakes for sure yes. of that I've seen. And, and there's a lot of people though who don't like it. And you know what? Fair enough. Whatever. Yeah. You want to stick to the original? I have no Absolutely. problem with that. Yeah. But I personally, I love it. I mm -hmm. thought it's a great um, horror movie, a great slasher movie. Uh, Tyler Maine did a fantastic job yes. as Michael Myers. So good. Um, the girl who played Laurie was a great choice. It was just a good movie. Great movie, great casting, great music. Mm -hmm. Just a good, classic retelling of a very good horror movie. Agreed. Second one, 3.5. Yeah. I was even lower at first because I remember it being kind of a... It, it, it was different. Mm -hmm. um, the different feel, it was more psychological than actual horror. Um, they kicked up the, the, the graphic... Of the violence, yeah, um, it was pretty explicit, and sometimes like with the, the surgery part was really it was kind of tough to watch. I yes. knew it was all you know makeup and all yes. that, but oof, and um, a bit more of the deaths were more a little more more exaggerated. Like mm -hmm. the, the the strip club owner got his arm broken, his yes. bone sticking out. I'm like oof. <laughs> um, it's got to get the ending's a little little off, but they're kind of gearing towards maybe another you sequel. Bet. Yes. Um, and the reason I gave the second one a lower rating, like like I mentioned, is I just, some of the scenes I think could have been cut and it could have been the same movie. Yeah. Or they could have put different scenes in. It's got a lot more of a Rob Zombie feel. Yes. To yes. the second one. As yes. opposed to the first. Yeah. And, and I like that. I just, like I said, the strip club scene probably didn't need to be there. It would have been the same movie without that 15 minutes or 20 minutes of just characters we don't know. Yeah being killed it's like I, like i get what they mean to is like oh look at him killing random people that michael what a what a shyster but i it just didn't need to be there <laughs> i agree and as much as i loved that um that news show that dr loomis was on again i i mentioned it while we were watching didn't think it needed to be there either i get what they were doing with it to I, show that he was being ridiculed but i think he had kind of that had been happening with the reporters with Linda's dad, it kind of showed his descent. Yeah, and just had, those parts didn't have to be in there. And, and, and yeah, we had a little talk after yeah. you know, about this whole part. And I think he needed to have that humiliation. Yeah. To kind of you know snap out of you know get his head was so big, and when he was made fun of and humiliated. Yeah. And it kind of 
sprung back to reality. Like, yes. Maybe I'm going a little overboard with this. I uh, I don't know if this is. I I got some some making up to do. Right. And then he went. That's why I wanted to go and and help to sure. to kind of put a put a finale with sure. his him and Michael. He wanted to end it. Mm-hmm. He was hoping that it would. He could you know have one more chance to get back to Michael's humanity. Yes. And and end it mm-hmm. properly. But in in turn, he got killed. Which yeah. Whatever you know, he he got his uh, comeuppance kind of in the end. Yeah, and he, he which did, he deserved. Yeah, kind of. He, like I said, he was a he was a big dick. This whole yeah, they made him hate you in this one on purpose. I yeah, think because they you, just you take, like the get rid of him. Yeah, he, yeah. He got very full of himself about this whole book he wrote and mm-hmm. thought he was Mr. Big Shot. Speaking of Mr. Big Shot, we should probably do uh, Ichabod's Kill of the Flicks. Yeah, the best kills of each of these movies. <laughs> So, for Halloween 1, we thought, definitely, that the iconic picture of Linda's boyfriend being killed against that wall and, stand, and like being stabbed into the wall above where his feet would have hit and just hanging there is such an iconic slasher kill yep. that it had to be. Yep. It had to be I the agree. kill. Yep, just picks him up so he's eye level and he's a good foot off the ground. Yes. Holding him up, knife into the chest, Ugh. and just stuck there. Stuck. Yeah. A great, great uh, visual. Yes. And for Halloween 2, there was a few good ones. Oh, but, I um, really was voting for Death by Cow, maybe, to be yeah, the see, kill of the flick. And, and see, Icky, Icky liked that. She's like, oh, yes. the cow. I like that one. I'm an but, animal too. But, but she was very, little distraught when the dog got killed. She didn't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, we, we went, well, we, she pointed out that uh, the death of Dr. Loomis, mm-hmm. the, the slashing in the face, the stabbing. And just how bad his face was lacerated yes. and cut. Yep. I think that was the most key death in the film. Yes. Uh, no one ever knows is kind of, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, his his death was the top. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Icky was like, yeah, he was a dick. I didn't like him. Kill him. And, <laughs> and so, so yeah, there's there's Icky's, uh, Icky Lod's Kill of the Flicks. And, uh, and this is us. Walking out from uh, Halloween 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank, thank you again for joining us, everybody. Um, this episode, as always, was brought to you by our executive producer, producer Ichabod, if I can talk. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed your orgasm as much as we did. Please don't forget to rate, download, and subscribe to us. Also, like and follow us on Facebook at Horgasm Podcast, Instagram at Horgasm, and Twitter at Gasm Whore. And if You'd like to have a movie um, that you'd like us to review. This is the best way to let us know. We hope to see you again next week because we have such sights to show you and plenty of orgasms for you to experience. Bye. Bye.